Astro. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. She's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. Now I hit the FBO with duffels in my hands. I did half a Zen, 13 hours till I land. Had me out like a light, hey, like a light, hey, like a light. Come on now, y'all can't tell me y'all wasn't feeling that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locker Room Banter. Well, the ladies are always welcome. They most certainly are. We are on, if I'm not mistaken, episode 29. Oh, he got it right He got it right, he got it right. 29, (laughs) y'all, we are almost... We, we ain't got no Why the fuck but you we are we getting are there. there. <laughs> we are oh, getting there. Dream. I just gotta let the people think there's this a goal. There's like a goal. What's the goal? Then? There's the goal is infinity. The goal is to be sponsored and make it to another year. Shit. <laughs> but no, y'all, we are here. Well, um, welcome again, locker room banter. Um, go ahead, give y'all my shout out. You are speaking with Ann War, one of the hosts of the three, three of the hosts rather. Let me let y'all know where to find me at on this social media. First, Instagram is anwarw underscore 357. That's A-N-W-A-R-W underscore 357. And on Facebook, while I'm still on it, it's just Anwar Williams, y'all. Uh, Watts, what's good? Yeah, what's good, man? This is your boy Watts coming to you live and direct. You already know we here in ATL, Georgia in the studio, man. Y'all can hit your boy up on Watts number four. That's W-A-T-T-S number four on both Instagram and Twitter. Well, maybe on Instagram, I might be deleting my social media again. Now that be out there is over with, man, because I ain't got to promote shit no more. But, man, yeah, man. Hey, Drizzy Mo, man. Holla at the folk. Yeah, it's your boy Dre, a.k.a. Drizzy. Dre, a.k.a. Suck a nigga dick or something. E-I-O. Shitting on these bitches, only thing I know. Tipping on the stick, I see the tickets in the pit. He's trying to catch me riding dirty with the lean, I know. Not just a little yeah, drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we anyway, can even... <laughs> yeah, I'll let you on Instagram, just underscore Dre underscore LRB. And I'm pretty sure it's the same thing on Twitter. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, we are here, episode 29. We got a lot to talk about. We left y'all hanging a couple of weeks. Um, And as the world continues to go on, we've missed a lot. So, a um, whole lot, bro, but a whole lot. Do you shit. know what we even missed, though? Um, shit, it's another day Start off me. right. Start off right. What are we going to start off with? Well, how? Mr. Franklin. Rest oh, okay. Got to start off right. Got to start, start off right. right. Let's go OG, um, RIP to the queen of it. What we just say? Um, what's going <laughs> Queen of Soul, there it is. Aretha Franklin died at he 76. Almost forgot it. He almost forgot the name. Folks. 76 years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I almost forgot uh, what her title was. I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, she passed away last week, uh, earlier this week. Over the weekend. Over this week. Over this week. this week. Yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, at age 76. I know, I know her health was on a decline for a while. Um, and people knew there was something going wrong, but they still were just, you know, hoping and praying that, you know, she would, you know, bounce back. But, you know. It's time for us to go. It's time for us to go. Yeah, she passed the uh, pancreatic cancer. She was battling uh, mm. for a while. She was in and out of the hospital. They thought that she, you know, I mean, the word was that she made it home. Mm. Uh, but apparently, uh, I guess, you know, she passed and that tra- she transitioned sometime as soon as she got home. Uh, but, yeah, if y'all know the Queen of Soul, man, yes. It, there will be no Beyonce without uh, Aretha Franklin, man. So, mm-hmm. all Step. due respect to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many songs that they played that, you know, I kind of forgot was her. I'm like, damn. Of course, everybody know the R E S P E C T and you know a few others and um, but it's like I forgot what song came on. I'm like, damn, that sure the hell was her. A lot yeah. of samples from uh yeah. from her stuff. Uh, soon as you as soon as you come back to me, that's what I'm gonna do. Soon I'm gonna rap on you. That's what I'm gonna do. 
I sound better, right, y'all? Okay, anyway. <laughs> no, she got she got a bunch of joints. Uh, of course, um, that was it. Bridge over troubled waters. Uh, you're right, boy. When you try to go down the line, yeah, the catalog is long. Difficult. The catalog is super, super, super long. Yeah. So, yeah. But R.I.P. to a legend. Um, she'll be missed by many. I know my mama. You know, was sad about that one because I always remember Sunday morning. You know, it was clean up and breakfast time when Pat LaBelle was playing Aretha Franklin, and even brought it way back to some Mahalia Jackson. So those were like the top three people that played in my house over the weekend when it was a good day. So to know that you know she's going out this world it says, damn, you know. Hey, yeah, says a lot, man. But um, I guess we'll try to lighten this thing up. We just had to give a shout out to her. Um, what else is going on out there, y'all? <laughs> you tell me. I just want to see if you know something. No, man, yeah, you don't know nothing. Gonna be waiting for a while, y'all. God dang, bro. What's the, what's the point? What's the point, man? Anyways, man, this is your boy, man. You already know, man. Uh, this past weekend, man, we want to give a couple of shout outs, man. Uh, not this. Well, I guess it was this past weekend. Shit, goddamn time fly by so fast, man. This past weekend. Uh, we celebrated our Be Out Day uh, scholarship award. Um, if you guys don't know what Be Out Day is, it's pretty much well, we raise scholarship funds for students to go to Florida and m man. Um, we're going to get a little talk a little bit more in details about that a little bit later. But, you know, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to that, man, uh, and let y'all know what's been going on with me. Not too much else outside mm-hmm. of motherfucking work and uh, trying to celebrate your bachelor's success. <laughs> uh, the next episode that you all uh, may hear mm. might be this man's last uh, episode <laughs> as a single it guy. It will be. If I can make so, it, uh, if I make it, shit. Yeah, man. Uh, just you know, we just out here just living life, man. Right now, man. You know, we're trying, to, best trying to make sure that my man do, do, you know, get across the aisle. I'm trying to make sure I support him. So that's the reason why you haven't got an episode mm-hmm. in, in, in a while. And uh, you know, Dre, man, tell the folks what's been going on with you, bro. All right, all right, all right. So, um, working on putting this mentor program together, like my dog Vaughn would say, you know, be the change that you want to see. Um, in my field, I see a lot of young children, so um, they don't have mentors or, or getting them a mentor is a big issue. It seems like it takes forever. There's a waiting list and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So a mentor program is underway so we can make that process a little quicker. That's one thing. Teaching two classes this semester, online class and face-to-face class, and then uh, kicking off my little Justin Ear LLC professional listening services uh business I got going on so that's what I'm into man I got to get my curriculum together for the class and we're gonna rock it like that yeah man so piggybacking off of what you just said as far as uh being the change that you want to see uh one of the biggest changes that we've seen uh while we've been gone is LeBron James opening up his uh Mm -hmm. academy his promise academy in Cleveland Ohio Akron Ohio to be specific his hometown of Akron Ohio uh Dre you want to get a background about that uh you want me to kind of go into it what you got yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. LeBron James over over the uh, I don't know, I don't even know the date, but starting off the school year, LeBron James pretty much opened up his uh, Promise Academy. With pretty much was open to third and fourth graders who pretty much were behind in their academics. Um, okay. The incredible thing about this is that he pretty much gave these kids free uh, free tuition, gave them bikes, mm-hmm. uh, gave them shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, these cats pretty much. Uh, they got everything, and yeah, then uh, free snacks, free, free snacks, and, and say free snacks, <laughs> free lunch, free lunch. And uh, snacks. But, but yeah, with the with the uh, with the academy though, they also um, gave the parents opportunities to get jobs at the school as well, um, as well as giving the students opportunities uh, opportunities to um, to get free tuition to Akron University if they, yeah. uh, if they choose if they choose if they make it to college or choose to go to college. So that's 
super amazing. He did it in conjunction with Akron Public Schools. And um, next year they're going to be uh, expanding that to grades one through eight by 2022. Excuse me, about 2022. They're going to uh, expand that to grades one through eight. And that's amazing because uh, I don't think I've ever heard anything. I know we've heard about athletes opening up schools and stuff, but I don't think I've ever heard anything of where they go to that extreme of giving mm-hmm. parents jobs, giving you exactly. free college tuition, um, giving you bites so you can make Bites sure you buy your, bring yourself to school. Free transportation within two miles. Free transportation you know, within two miles. GED and it, programs for the parents. You know, they everything. also, I think they, um, oh yeah, they also have extended hours mainly because they don't, they don't want the kids to be out in the streets. Yeah. So there's, how do y'all feel about that? Um, you mean for a, school or you mean extended hours for a, a Extracurricular activities. Well, extended, oh, it's not, I don't even know if it's extracurricular activities, but extended hours period. Like, uh, how do yeah. like you being a new, you being a kid? Listen, mm-hmm. your friends going your, for a lot of people. Your friends. I mean, shit, not for me because I have to, I ain't fail. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, uh, you, you go to school. Your your, your 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 friends are going to school from eight to two thirty three o'clock. Mm-hmm. You got to go to school from eight to seven. Shit. No, it's not school. It's just after school program because your people. Okay. Your people can't come pick you up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They still at work. And um, if you get home, you be home by yourself. Mm-hmm. You're wrecking gotcha, shit. Gotcha, you gotcha, gotcha. Getting into shit. So, yeah, it makes a lot of that. That's been going on for a long time, and it still goes on because yeah. what they try to do at a lot of those programs is they try to tutor, play games, mm-hmm. they be fighting. You know, all kind of shit. Hide and go, they be fighting. They say they be fighting. Everything. Where the fuck they fight? They be fighting me coming from, bro. This yeah, supposed to be a, this supposed to be an uplifting moment. This nigga say they be fighting. Kids this nigga. Fight, boy. <laughs> That's true. Kids gonna fight. This nigga, man. This nigga, man. It's Look fine. out for that, LeBron. You gotta account for that too. <laughs> I guess, man. I guess. So. No, but you're right. I don't think no one today has done anything that major. Um, I forget who the other. I think Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose has, has his academy. Has has uh, the Mutombo has on mm-hmm. uh, academy. Uh. It's a couple of people that have schools, but I just don't know if I've heard about them going to yeah, this extent yeah, yeah. like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Being that it's active like that. So, gotcha. Yeah, man. It's, you know what, though? I do want to say him providing job opportunities for other people, that is that is very commendable because um, that is what the, the vision should be for black people. Mm-hmm. I'm on the wave where if there was more jobs opportunity for our people, they wouldn't have to do a lot of things that they end up doing, and they wouldn't have to get in some of the trouble they end up doing trying to get a dollar. So if you got more jobs, if you have more job opportunities, people have more jobs. So I hope that people um, down the line kind of mock that model that he has put into this school, that he's incorporated. So, okay, yeah, man. That's what's up. Yeah, 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 man. So... That was one major thing, you know, since we're talking about uplifting the people, man. LeBron out here doing his thing. And, uh, of course, your dumbass president got to come out here and try to criticize him. Oh, man. <laughs> which was a, which funny how that went. Now, what was his uh, – was the criticism with his interview with Lenham, Don Lenham, or was it the Shut Up and Dribble? Didn't the Shut Up and Dribble come before? Shut Up and Dribble and came last year. And that's where the school year. came almost as a shit, a big-ass Shut Up to Shut Up and Dribble. But what what was that? What are they talking about? He has well, the, Twitter, the, the people on Twitter. People on Twitter were basically saying because the shut up and dribble Michael comment Trump. was last year. Okay, was last year before the season started, and because um, he was talking about politics about Donald Trump and all this stuff. Okay, and then mm-hmm. the comments, the shut up and dribble comments came back around because people on Twitter was like, "Thank God that he didn't shut up and dribble." Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, uh, he had sense. an interview with Don. Oh, was it with Don Lemon? Don Lemon. With Don yeah. Lemon on um, CNN or whatever, and your 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 your, your president pretty yeah. much came out and said. Uh, Don Lemon is making uh, making uh, LeBron look smart, which is very hard, very hard, hard to, to do. do. So you interview with the dumbest person on air or something, something like that. Said, something yeah. like that. 
and made yeah that's crazy and then it's crazy how braun spun that um and got the deal with the i don't know what line it's on but where he has the um the shut up and dribble docu series <laughs> really for real i ain't he's, know about that starting to shut up and dribble what? You put me on something. that's Check what's up out, man real. and it was like damn bro you're doing everything that you know you're supposed to do which is shut him up with action you know shut him up with action and i love that because it's not go back and forth with the president you know what i'm saying yes he's childish as hell and yes lebron probably could win a battle going back and forth but at the end of the day hey kill him with action man you know what i'm saying the best revenge is you know is action more or less not you know getting back for what that person said but that fool gonna shut up one day. But the funny thing about all that, in in particular, is that his wife Melania was like, "Nah, I don't support what he was saying. LeBron out here doing some amazing shit." Hmm. And that's the crazy thing. Like this nigga's just a hater. That's it. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's it. He just a hater. A that's point. It. A straight up hater. Like he came out and pretty much just hate on anything that LeBron doing because he actually doing action for his community, unlike what Trump is doing, who pretty much. Is in a whole other situation because Amarosa out here dropping mixtapes every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that shit funny, man. So, oh, you want to go into that? Yeah, see, but I don't know too much about it. I just know that she, <laughs> she was deemed like the sellout All right. for the community, right? I'll get into it. And I'll get into it a little bit. Um, spinning off of LeBron, you know, going and getting into it with y'all presidents and stuff. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck Amarosa's position is. Amarosa's position in my eyes is Donald Trump's side chick. <laughs> in my eyes. Because she's been riding with Donald Trump for forever since um the fucking whatever the, the apprentice, the apprentice uh, whatever. And she, I don't even think she even won apprentice. She just been she riding. Get fired? No, she yeah, was, she got uh, fired. <laughs> one time, but she was like his. Uh, she got fired twice from apprentice, bro. She got fired twice from apprentice. Fired, and then like she's just been like, she just been like this nigga's faithful side chick. For forever, mm-hmm. uh, but as she's gone on and worked for him in the White House and everything, uh, she's recently gotten re- released. And uh, I hate to say it, I hate to say it this way, but can I say it this way? Go ahead. Damn, I don't want to say it this way. Go I'm ahead. Gonna get killed. I'm gonna get killed. We're in the locker room. We're in the locker room. The Dad. bitter, the bitter black woman came out of her <laughs> and pretty much been trying to expose everybody in the White House. Um, and I hate to say that because my beautiful black women are queens and I, and I hate that, you know, that, uh, stereo- her anyway. I hate Everybody that stereotype. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Charlamagne say that her and Stacey Dash are, are the only ones that nobody's coming, coming to defense of, but apparently, um, you know, she just been basically out here exposing people every single day with a new tape dropping, uh, cause she's been illegally recording everybody in the white house right. and, um, basically trying to get some support from the, I'm assuming the black community. Trying to say that he's racist and all that stuff, but uh, what you got to say about that, bro? Then Condoleezza, though, they both got some fucked up names. I mean, we ain't talking about names. (laughs) This nigga still got fucked up names. Condoleezza Rice, her purpose. Condoleezza Rice actually did her job, though. She she Mm -hmm. shut up and be quiet. She wasn't out here seeking attention. She wasn't out here seeking attention. Amarosa's out here trying to seek attention. She wants she wants the spotlight on her at all times. Being a sellout. I mean, she just wants attention. She don't care what if it's uh, considered a sellout or not. not she just all. wants the she attention. She wants to stay relevant. That's all. Basically, man. okay. Like, okay what, I don't even know. In our community. I don't even okay. know what the fuck Amarosa has even done in life. <laughs> Me neither. Outside of that show, nothing. I don't I, know. I, I, yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think she's done much. And but, she credits um, herself with you know his campaign being a big you know influential piece in him getting black people on her his side. Nah, the black people he got on his side are just businessmen that thought he was gonna come run the. The, the damn you know world like a business and look what the fuck happened that's all that is okay, but anyway so why don't we like her do we not like her because she backed him up even though yeah 
uh, we were all going against them. Yeah, we never, like, we never liked it. We never liked it. Even, it. even before we started going, because people just recently started going against Donald Trump. Even before, nobody never liked Amarosa, bro. And everybody realized, everybody knows Amarosa just wants attention. And nobody ever really supported her because she's going to do whatever she got to do to get the attention. Since Donald Trump is that person that's supporting her and giving her a job of giving her some type of financial income, she's going to ride for that person because that's the only person she's getting support from. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So she, she's, she's an author. Her first book. You ain't read. Bitch, you ain't heard of. <laughs> Go ahead and go ahead and go ahead and run down her accolades that you okay. never heard of. In 2008, Amarosa Manigault ugh, <laughs> dropped a nasty novel by the name of The Bitch Switch, Knowing How to Turn It On and Off. In 2010, Art My Way, Mama Rosa's Guide to Some Bullshit was her second book, and Unhinged in 2018, which is coming out now. So basically, not, nothing that you've heard of outside of the Apprentice. And you, yeah, that's basically all. That's basically all. I think all this is is trying to get controversy for the promo, uh, for the promo run for this book. Um, Cause yeah, I don't know what the fuck she do like outside of sucking Donald Trump dick. That part. Oh. <laughs> and don't don't sit here and say that y'all don't know she did. it. You know she did on, that man. shit, bro. No but you, we are supportive <laughs> of the Me Too movement, and we do understand all the different struggles that women go through. <laughs> Man, whatever, nigga. It ain't, it ain't a struggle if you're willing and doing this shit. <laughs> now, now, that, now that he coming out and not supporting your ass, now you want to try to expose him and shit, saying that he call, yeah. that he that he calling you a nigger and shit. Now, so whatever. Anyways, bro. The only so, thing she did good in this world was hook up with Green Mile before he died. <laughs> she hooked up with Green Mile. That they was engaged. I did not know that. You yeah. put me on something. I, she look good. She's attractive. Nigga, what? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't get that one, Dre. I can't get that one. I don't think she's attractive. Oh my God, bro! What are you looking at? <laughs> well, I mean, y'all ain't what are you looking at? I don't want to say it like that. Oh my she God, last, bro! She got. She got. She got a, like, she got a gap worse than two, bro. She got a gap worse than Anwar. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Man, I like that. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, bro. What's, what? What else you got? What you said? You wanted to tell something about about scandal? What you said about scandal, bro? Yeah, this ain't scandal. Hmm? Oh, you saying this is Same another? Scandal? You saying this is another episode oh, of Scandal? Yeah, yeah I mean, this is a real life scandal. You every week is a every week is an episode yeah. of Scandal dealing with this dude, bro. With a less cool president, that's all. Yeah, Basically. But is this Olivia Pope? Nah, because she ain't she ain't, she ain't, she ain't solving no problems. She ain't solving she ain't no problems either. either. Olivia Pope. Olivia had a purpose. Olivia. Fine. Olivia had a purpose. Olivia was out here. You know, she was helping people. She was saving people lives and making a difference. I'm Rose ain't doing shit. <laughs> okay, I'll take it back. I'm looking at some pictures right now. I'm like, nah, you already said that girl fine. Nah, you wanna, I mean, you but said you said she was the finest thing you've seen. You already said you wanted like, to beat. You already said you wanted to beat Black China. So you already know your standards are low. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> did he not say that? I don't. He did. Say that. <laughs> did you? Nah, bro. You said you wanted that to. Ain't my boo, nothing like that. And you already said your standards are low, so we're gonna let that. We're gonna let you and go ahead and have it. My standards are low. He said my standards are low. Damn. And you said Tiana Taylor finer than Ashanti. Oh my God, bro. Body wise, body wise, <laughs> body wise. That's oh, bro, <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. Boy, it depends. Body finer, wise, finer, with them titties, yes. No, bro. with them titties, no. yes. it depends yeah, on your. your... You'll be watching Ashanti. Ashanti got, Ashanti got it. it. Don't get got me wrong. It. Overall package, but 
Do y'all remember, do y'all not remember like back in the day when people was hating on the Shanti? Yes, I was. Going, everybody I was, was everybody was out here hating I was on the Shanti. Why y'all like this little Harry Harry yep. Sideburn having that sing. shit? She can't sing. Yep, all that shit. Not all of a sudden everybody want to be on Team Damn Shanti. Right. Nigga, y'all niggas ain't shit. Ain't you was used to be one no, of them niggas. No, bro. I always look ask Dante. Dante, but I don't know how you can like her. She's not Shanti cute. Even Dante to this day will say he don't think Ashanti look good. I'm like, bro, come on now. Are you ever gonna get this girl her credit? Listen, man. Tiana, Tiana still got kind of with the titties and body wise. I don't yeah. care what y'all say. Tiana's body is fucking insane. I'm sorry. Face wise, is... you could kick that face to the curb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pit bull and pug. I'm met. telling you, bro. Oh, she ain't that ugly. <laughs> nah, she looks like a fucking <laughs> pit bull, bro. She she like it's pretty strong now. You, you know like what I'm saying? Face, face bench about 250. Speaking of Tiana Taylor, man, speaking of Tiana Taylor, man, speaking of Tiana Taylor, apparently, uh, recently, uh, her and Jeremiah have been on tour. So, uh, <laughs> did y'all hear about this? No. So, I'm just uh, waiting to hear is it, what, what we got. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it was his tour, too. Yeah, it was, it was his tour. So, apparently, uh, Tiana Taylor got into it with him about, do you know the story, Drake? I don't really know the details about it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> he went on a rant saying that, she went on a rant cussing him out saying, we just had a conversation. Ah, oh, that's, right, that's right. That's right. That's right. And say, yeah. Thank y'all, uh, Tiana Taylor. What did he say? I want to uh, thank Tiana Taylor for opening up for me. Yeah, so basically, oh, they basically, uh, she uh, she was criticizing Jeremiah because apparently Jeremiah was going on tour and he had a double performing for him. <laughs> so he really wasn't performing; he oh, had a double out performing. So Tiana had kind of spoke, talked about big? it a little bit, and then um, then what ended up happening was. I guess Jeremiah ended up getting uh, going out. Uh, her and Tiana Taylor, him and Tiana Taylor, had a conversation <laughs> about equal rights and this, this, and that. And then uh, soon after that conversation, Tiana Taylor went out to go perform in the concert before because Jeremiah has to close her, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And then Jeremiah went out and said, "Thanks, Tiana Taylor, for being a, my my opener." Basically assuming that, you know, and Tiana went off on a rant, basically spazzing on him, like, nigga, we just had an equal right, ain't no opener, ain't no closer, like we out here mm-hmm. in this tour together, this is a joint tour, this, this, and that. And um, but apparently Jeremiah got fired off his own tour now. No, he, didn't get, he said he didn't get fired. He said he just left. He let him have it. I mean, of course he's gonna say that, but he said he didn't get fired. But he did respond to her like, um, keep that same energy. Well, so then her husband came on was like, "Hey, nigga, you direct your problems yeah. to me." You know what I'm saying? Well, you I mean, that shit to me, not my wife. Well, Tiana did have something to say on it. Was it? What's the 15? That was last week. This ain't no keeping no energy. She sound like she was going in. She say to Jeremiah. He's, he's reading this, by the way. I'm reading this. Tweet, <laughs> of course. He doesn't know this. He's I don't. Reading. I'm reading it. She called this nigga, you lazy, sneaky, jealous, conniving, selfish, lame-ass nigga. Don't ever try to play me Petunia, whatever that is. They come to see me. Then 80% of the room leave after my set. <clears throat> Work my ass off every city, every night. You've done nothing this whole tour but act like a damn diva in your princess chair. Well, she said that. I heard her voice say that. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah. Man, my thing is, I got, I got, I kind of got a question for y'all. I don't, I don't really know. Like, do y'all really feel like Tiana Taylor really this hard? Like, cause she always snapping on somebody for some um, damn reason. Though. Yeah, I think cause, I, cause she got bro. a strong face, people take her serious. <laughs> no, <laughs> you gotta take yeah. that face serious, bro. I would not sleep on that face. <laughs> y'all, man, y'all gotta stop. But y'all, y'all, um. <laughs> What's the dude name? Queen, Queen something. The loud, Queen crazy Drizzy. ass dude who be pulling on people's shirt in the car and shit. Queen. I don't follow no dude named Queen. Queen sorry. Dre- Queen, <laughs> Queen, Queen Drizzy. I don't so follow no dude one. named Queen. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, he was going crazy. He grabbed her shirt. She looked at that fool and started swinging his ass, busting right and left. So I think she with the shit. 
<laughs> that, that's all. Hold, just on, hold on, hold on, like, one sec. Hold on, one sec. Hold on one second. I think I may, I think I may got a a, a clip that we could that kind of plays to try to see what the fuck she talking about. Hold on, let me let me back <laughs> yeah, up right quick. You lazy, you sitting in the chair. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are gonna play this up right quick. Didn't make sure it was water on my stage. You walked on them up. My sound up. My 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 lights up. You got mad and changed the the the, the your set six times. You uh took the nah, video man had him. My videos it's to make sure your videos are straight because your lazy ass want to sit in that chair all day talking about singing your songs or whispering your songs, bitch. Don't ever try yeah. me. And the part that's pissing me off even more is because we had a whole talk in New York. I was very, we was cool. Everybody was talking. So for us to get to Boston, the part that pissed me off the most is we get to Boston and this going to go out on her set talking about shout out to Tiana Taylor for opening up for me. We just had a whole conversation about equal rights. Are you so playing? Basically, man, uh, the, the, just a video. Like she feel like Jeremiah's yeah. crew is also setting her up as well uh, because when she went out to perform it, perform there was some water on the stage, so they feel like water they had to set her up, stage. and she is to, for her to fuck up her fail and all mm. that stuff. So she just feel like Jeremiah was setting up throughout the whole tour and all that stuff, and now Jeremiah apparently Jeremiah's off of it. Trey said that he kind of just said he just stepped away, but now it is the uh, keep that same energy tour. Gotcha. But, yeah, man. yeah, because he had an issue with um, he had an issue with party next door, right? And I mean, he had an issue with somebody yeah. else because what he was saying is that he feel like every time he tried to help somebody, they they make him look crazy. Everybody always makes Jeremiah look crazy, but we ain't gonna get into that anymore. But uh, <laughs> you want to get into that? I'm not, not at all. I'm gonna that. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, uh, another thing that we kind of missed while we were going out, man, is I, I, I saw Anwar try to record a video of this because, you know, he's been flexing a lot on the gram and stuff lately. Uh-oh, what we you talking know, about? Trying to flex. He, uh, the In My Feelings Challenge. <laughs> oh, what about it? Did y'all see the you In know? My Feelings Challenge going wrong <laughs> video? Oh, with Buddy? Oh, oh, <laughs> I thought that nigga was done. Hey, done bro, this nigga, I'm about to play this bitch yes, right quick, bro. This nigga, to this the, nigga out here. Need. Doing the Emma Feelings Challenge, and this nigga tried to do too much. Apparently, tried to jump on the car and got his ass bing. Rock, yep. Boom! <laughs> that bitch did not go. That shit was not slow they at all. They say he slipped bro. in that puddle. He was about to jump. Yeah, he was trying to jump yeah. on the hood of the car, bro. It don't look like he had the athleticism to even do it, even if his his shit did go right. <laughs> Young folks, man, they gotta they gotta like get with reality. Yeah, man, that shit is crazy, bro. You fall into the car, damn! It's like everything that could have went wrong went wrong with that everything Uh, on that video, man. But except him getting ran over, which I thought you know was likely. We kind of talked about a little bit last episode with the Emma Feelings Challenge, but man, this shit's still going on crazy, man. Uh, The city girls, city girls. Remember that Drake actually dropped the video. Wearing a Rattlers jersey that everybody thought was representing FAMU, which is still representing yeah, yeah. FAMU, technically or, or, speaking. Or, 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 or hold on. Or we can say we can say Drake was rocking the Rattlers jersey. Everybody keeps saying they think it's a DeMarcus Cousins jersey. <laughs> that shit ain't no DeMarcus Cousins jersey. Nigga, it's a FAMU jersey. It's a FAMU jersey. Let us be yeah. great. Niggas Let us own some shit bad. for a damn change. You know so what I'm saying? Bad. That's us. Yeah, man. All day. I thought I would go ahead and speak up on that real quick, man. That video was hella funny if y'all haven't seen that yet. Look up the Emma Phillips going wrong challenge. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of a whole bunch of them shits out there that just yeah, but that one right there fucking hilarious. Sheesh, man. like every time I can't watch it. Every time I watch it, I cringe a little. Like this nigga yeah, thinking he know. dead, knowing I mean he okay, obviously. But damn, that shit was rough, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. So Dre, what you got over there, man? What you okay, got, Tony? so should I get in the hip hop? Oh, um, 
Two Chains got married. I heard. Two Congratulations to, to the boy, mm-hmm. aka Head And I told y'all he was with somebody named Keisha. He had a whole song about on on the True Religion mixtape. That's a great mixtape, man. That's a great mixtape. Okay. No doubt, no doubt. That's a great mixtape, man. Going all extra, yeah. White tie. Uh, y'all want? Uh, well, I I kind of want want to ask y'all about this. Uh, did y'all uh y'all know uh Jay Z dropped his uh Trayvon Martin documentary. Yeah. Um, it's a three part, three or four part. I'm not I sure. I heard it was supposed to be seven part. I didn't catch it. It might be. It might be. It's. I think yeah. it's still airing. Um, but I, I definitely. They cut it off. They cut it off for real. Yeah, I heard it was too Word. much. I did. I've, I've only seen like uh people talking about it the first episode. And the first episode, everybody was saying that it was real heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to kind of get into. It. I wanted to kind of watch it, but I just really haven't had time to. But I do want to keep a, my eyes up for that. Eyes out on that. Yeah. Um, it was on BET Network. Um, uh, for the trade, but Jay Z. Yeah, they only, they only aired the first one. They didn't get any. They didn't get past it. I think they got too mm-hmm. much. I watched the first one. They um. Hey Jay Z, since you listen, drop that shit on title. Shit, if it's up to him, I don't know what it was. I think what it I was. I still need to listen to that damn what's the name interview on title man. I got, I got to, hey somebody who got title man, send me y'all um <laughs> y'all password. <laughs> I need to uh, listen to that ludicrous, not ludicrous, but uh that Will Smith interview real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was, good. that was good. Huh? Him and who? That was good. Uh, they had a rap radar, rap radar, oh, rap, 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 rap radar with Will Smith. Uh, had an interview on there, so oh. I wanted to check that. You don't know who that is. That's um, yeah, he don't. What's the nigga name? Eddie Eric Wilson. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, man, Jay Z, Jay Z, but he do, he do need to drop that somewhere uh, yeah. where the people can access it. Not even just title; he just needs to drop it where people could just yeah. get to it because that's something that I definitely think needs to be. Yeah. Uh, Should I, I give you a quick few seconds out of it? Um, like you said, you hit it on the head. Even though I know you said you didn't get a chance to see it, but it was heavy as hell, and that was just the first one. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it was heavy as hell is because um, one, it reminded you where we were. Uh, forget how many years back it was, but uh, it wasn't as many as we think. But it reminded you where you was, where you felt, how you felt when it happened. You kind of refelt it all over again. Mm-hmm. And then two, you seen footage that you didn't see before because yes, everything was released, but only publicly it got released, you know, like later. And then by that time, no offense, but a lot of people kind of, you know, died away from it. Mm-hmm. But just watching some of the footage, watching um, Zimmerman speak, they actually had a scene where he was at the crime scene describing what happened. It just made you hate that man all over again. And you watched him oh. just lie to the camera about how everything went. And you could just see it in his face that he was just like making it up as he went. Everything was just wrong. Then also seeing the parents and, you know, hearing their story behind it and how they had to find out, you know, what happened. Like it wasn't like, oh, he got killed and they got told right away. He was missing for that whole night. Some people forget. And they had a missus report out for him. It wasn't until the next right. morning where they, they was like, you know, okay, you know, I need you to come down and identify. And they identified the picture. They slid that the dad the picture of his dead son. I was like, is that your son? Like, come on, man. What kind of way is that to find out? Like, usually it's, you know, come see the body or whatever. You get a mm-hmm. picture of your son under a sheet. His Jordan's hanging out. And you like, that's him. That's crazy. Then when well, they, they first, showed him the picture of the dead body. Yeah. Then when you first, when they first finally, when Crump finally got the tapes released to the public, they said, you know, they have to do a courtesy listen for the family first. Mm-hmm. They said the mom, hey, we need you to come to Sanford. Mind you, she was living in Miami at the time. Um, and she was like, I'll never in my life come to Sanford because, you know, after losing her son there, she never wanted to step foot in that city. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to hold y'all along on that. But then we, um, when she did come, they released all the 911 tapes at once to her and, and the dad. So just imagine, because mind you, there was multiple. And on all of them, you can hear different struggles. Everyone knows what their child sounds like. If you have a child, you know what your child sounds like. And she's like, they're like, do you um, identify that voice? That's my son. He's saying help. Mind That's you, the whole time Zimmerman was saying that was him saying help. He's killing me. He's killing me. Come on, man. Really? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, 
Then you hear the gunshot, and then the lady just runs out the room. She's like, when she heard the shot, she ran out the room. She's like, that's enough. I can't take it anymore. Pops is there crying, but listening over and over and over and over. Just like he kept like, I don't know, like killing himself with it. Just kept replaying, kept replaying. It was just, you woke back up to like, fuck, these people really went through some shit losing this kid, man. And it's like, they didn't expect it to go how it went. You know, obviously, you know, they're a household name now. You can't say Trayvon without knowing the story behind it. Yeah. But they didn't know what it was, but they was like, you know, they tried to run from it, but they was like, the only way to get past it is to go through it. And, you know, they're living their pain through, you know, through the media. So it's like, you know, you sympathize with them all over again for what they're going through. And in case some of us forgot, which a lot of people, you know, brush it under the rug, you, you wake back up. Yeah. So that that's pretty much what I got from it. And mind you, like Watt said, that was only episode one yeah. out of seven. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm scared to see if they do allow the others to show what they'll talk about because that right there, I was pissed. I'm damn near watching with my fist balled and a damn near, you know, a lump in my throat all at the same time. Just like, fuck. Now with kids, you know what I'm saying? I just can't help to say, damn, what if that was my daughter, my son, whatever? Or if that was me, and I know how much my mother loves me, mm-hmm. to, you know, how that would go. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like man. Was proud of him, man. Yeah, he was. And that's why, you know, that's why I, I shit. I, I feel Jay-Z when he be like, shit, the streets is dead. You know, y'all still, Zimmerman's still yeah, alive. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. I feel him on that shit. You know what I'm saying? He That's right. Real. Killing each other, killing all these other people. But shit, this nigga walking around bragging about shit. Yeah. Selling the gun that killed Trayvon on fucking eBay or whatever it was. For like 100000 or some dumb shit like that. Like, come on, really? Yeah, man. Anyway. Have yeah. y'all heard the conspiracy around that? Go ahead. About how um, Trayvon... Trayvon's organs was the only organs that matched somebody in some important position in the government or something like that. So that's why Zimmerman was nah, kind of like nah. assigned to do that. Well, I never heard that theory. That's my first time hearing that one. Me too. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. first time hearing that. And but. there's a lot of homeless people that go miss. There's a lot of people that go missing too with with their like some organs missing. Boy. All right, man. I know, right? Welcome back, locker room back. <laughs> I gave myself chills just reliving that damn first episode. All right, well then, let's go ahead and get into uh, musica. You want to go ahead and get, get into music? Musica, sure. Well, you Kodak know. Black got out. I heard. Kodak Black got out. Kodak Black has been. As my dog Rito, I know he don't listen much, but as Rito would say, free the goat, the goat's free. You know, he don't no damn goat. Might look like a fucking goat, but he ain't nobody's fucking goat. Go ahead, Dre, what you got? So uh, when he got out, you know, they was trying to ask some questions. That boy looked focused. He looked focused. He's like, I don't want to say nothing to you. I don't want to get caught up in nothing. But he was following me. He ain't got nothing to say. He was like, you know, talk much. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, his homeboy, known as Jack Boy, who's a sniper gang member, he got out the sniper day before gang, Kodak and then went got arrested the next day because of out-of-state warrants. Mm. So that's very unfortunate. But I think these cats need to really understand, you know, when you're young, you, you're likely to do a lot of dumb stuff. But they need to understand they're not playing with them no more. Man. They want to throw you. They want to throw you in jail and throw away the key along with it. So... Just keep that shit in mind. Uh, Boonk, Boonk ass out here tripping. Boonk gang out here fucking on Instagram. He out here. That nigga just wild, bro. <laughs> he, he, he got shot, bro. They say he might he be got shot. shot, bro. It, it seemed like, bro, I don't even know who Boonk gang is. Never heard of one of his songs. But I just hear about all this nigga's social media activities. This nigga just That's keep. What he, is. he keep posting his shit. He's he's worse than what's the name on uh, Takashi. He's worse than Takashi on, on Instagram, bro, because he just keep posting shit. all this shit. Yeah. Trolling shit, doing dumb shit, just just doing shit for attention, bro. Wow. 
And he's an artist? Yeah, but boom, you know what I'm saying? You need to hit up my services, Justin there, LLC, <laughs> professional listening services, because I'm here for guys like you. <laughs> You're here for guys like me. There it, it is. is. Self is plug. <laughs> okay, so what else we got? We got um Lil Duval. Lil, Lil Duval, Duval is the signed. artist of the summer. I'm living my best life. Smile, bitch. Smile, bitch. With you. Come on. <laughs> that was tight. Y'all ain't see the interview? I did I did see the interview on Breakfast Club interview. That shit was and that nigga would laugh. The nigga was laughing his ass off because he was like, "Y'all niggas really made me famous. Yeah. Y'all niggas really got me signed." Like yeah. at forty one. Yeah, forty one. That damn Charlemagne said, "Don't be going out there giving these niggas fake hope, thinking they can make it now at forty one. <laughs> but one thing I loved about what Duval said, I did watch the interview because I know y'all was like, "This nigga ain't watch this shit." Um, when he said, "Um, fuck, I lost my whole train of thought." He said, "Um, <laughs> damn, what did he say? Damn." Anyway, get back to it. I'll get to it. He had something cool to say to that. I remember. It was like, but nah, he he basically he basically just sitting here saying like he's not trying to like entertain nobody. He's not John mm-hmm. trying to make music. He just out here just living his life. He out here living making his music, making making stuff that he just feels like is good vibes. And he out here just selling. He's selling. What is he said? Selling vibes. Selling he's selling vibes. vibes. Selling yeah, he said I don't sell songs. I don't sell records. I sell I, energy. I sell energy. I sell energy <laughs> man. Hey, and I feel him, dog. And I feel mm. him. That's the real. Honestly, that's the real reason why I even like that song, yeah. Smile Bitch, because of the energy, yeah. bro. Even going back to uh, dropping dick off in these hoes, bro. That's my damn vibe, bro. It's the energy. It's the vibe, bro. Having fun, dog. That's the type of shit that I be like listening to, bro. And he he said that um he got offers. He got several offers, Mm -hmm. and he turned he turned a lot of them down because they were treating him like you know he gonna be an artist. He's like, yeah, I want to be an artist. They want ten albums and shit like that. Like I'm a comedian. Yeah, you know I want to be able to stop this whenever I feel like it because I'm just having fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nah, that that's what it was. I want to say what I liked. What he said is that um, he was like everybody been hitting him up like, damn, bro, you finally made it. You made it. And his eyes are like, nigga, I thought I been made it. Shit. Been made it, and man. in our world, cause mind you, you know, we all Florida boys, so we we probably knew Duval a little more than the average. So it's like we grew yeah. up with Duval. Duval was around shit longer than half these motherfuckers. So yeah. yeah, Duval been made it to us, you know. But him, everybody like, oh yeah, you finally made it. You finally made it, but, nigga. Shit, I been out here. What y'all mm-hmm. mean? And that's what mm-hmm. I love too. <laughs> Remember, he had the braids and the twist. In the yeah, Charlotte's stupid, man. <laughs> the way they be going back and forth, like you know, they really homeboys. You know, like hey, yeah. don't be giving these niggas hope, yeah. nigga. Then when you know Charlotte always, you know, throwing a plug out there about you know how he goes to counseling and therapy for for uh, his uh, mental health, which is a real thing and it's nothing to joke about. But Duval just like, every laughing. time he say that, Duval start laughing, and you be like, "What the fuck? What are you laughing for?" He's like, "Ain't nothing wrong with that nigga." Exactly, exactly, <laughs> bro. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that nigga, and that's how that's a real homeboy because it's like Dre, if he's going through something and and he identifies it, and if he may very well be going through something, as his homeboy, I'm be like, "Man, nothing wrong with that nigga," because yeah, I know me, know I could call him up and just be like, "Hey, man, Dre, calm down," or "Dre, let's do this," something like that, where I feel like. <laughs> that's how you know them niggas is really friends, and that shit's funny as hell to see them up there trying to be professional, but also, hey, they go back. You forgot that damn show. What's the name of that show they had together? I mean, they had a couple of damn shows. They God did a couple Cole. of shows. God Codes. They had uh, the no, nah, they had they had with one the flag with the American flag. Yeah, the American flag. That was something they were doing on YouTube. No, yeah. that was that was, They had some. They had a couple MTV yeah. shows together, bro. <laughs> like them niggas had a couple yeah. shows. Like them niggas, them niggas, them niggas been together, bro. They that's just, when I first started. That's where I first knew what Charlemagne was. I've been knew Duval, of course. Right. But that's my first time ever hearing about Charlemagne was when him Duval had that little show. <laughs> I don't even remember how it went. It was so long ago, but it was it was funny as hell. Yeah, man. That shit was cheap. Yeah, man. We so. should do that. I'm gonna run through a couple of albums that kind of dropped off, man. Uh, let me keep it on the R&B tip first because I don't really have too much on the R&B tip. I do got kind of two. 
Uh, Drum dropped his album. Um, that's a girl's name. It's not an album. It's an EP. Excuse me. And I might I might have said the Internet Hive Mind. The Hive Mind of the Internet is a group. The Internet. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? I know you don't know who that I'm is. Like Hive it. Mind is the name of the album. But it's a dope album. I suggest that you give a listen, but you're not going to listen to any army. I know that. So. <laughs> if you send me a text, I will. Uh, Diane Gordon. Uh, it's a new chick that came out. Um, I've been listening to her a little bit every now and then. Uh, her out, her EP, Pure, is pretty decent. And she my played girl, too much. She what? She played too much because she could sing, but she be acting like she can't. I agree. Sing. I agree. I agree with you. But yeah. my girl, my girl who can sing and who I saw perform, who's fine as hell, and I'm mad that she's only 20 years old. Her? <laughs> her. her. Oh, my I, God. Girl, <laughs> I did not realize she was 20 years old. They say that girl can perform. They say she can sing her I was, ass um, off in I went life. to the Chris Brown concert a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, whatever. Team she Breezy? Performed okay, okay. She performed, her ass, she performed her ass off out there, bro. That's what everybody said, bro. She performed her ass off. And oh, my God. That, that girl was talented, first, bro. Not the first I've heard. Everybody says her? Oh, I mean, her songs are good, but her in person? She blows. Yeah, she she she's off the chain, bro. But yeah, want to go check um, the concert. She played a bunch of different instruments. Yeah, too, she right? played the guitar, the piano. She played all the instruments and stuff at the concert, at man. 20, she's that's talented. Dope as hell. She's talented and, as hell. And lastly, uh, locker room banner exclusive. Her name stands for having everything revealed. That's not an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an exclusive. But thank we'll, you for that we'll, information we'll for those it. who don't know. We'll claim it because I didn't know. <laughs> Uh, let's keep it over to the to the to the hip hop to the rap side. Uh, Eric oh, being Sabrina, Rakim. Sabrina Claudio, man, what's up? Go ahead. What you got? I ain't seen nothing Sabrina. about Sabrina. Sabrina Claudio dropped "No Rain, No Flowers." Let me see. That's mm. a, um eight piece joint and Van Jets. You gotta go listen to Van Jets. They got that '90s R&B swag, and they smooth as hell with it. So they got a album, fourteen tracks, and not even that many features, and they did a wonderful job. Okay. 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 All right, shout out to Van Gundy. We gonna, oh, nigga said Van Gundy. This nigga <laughs> is not shit at all, bro. Oh my god. Um, kicking over here to the uh, to the hip hop side. Okay. Uh, since we've been going a while, we're probably gonna be dropping saying some stuff Drop that y'all probably heard off. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit, nigga. Hold on. I just see Trick well, that shit, some you shit. You introed us. We could no, just start with what you intro. You introed us to Maybe? Astro World. Hold on, bitch. That's gonna be my last shit. Let me get to it. Damn, and, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Trick Daddy dropped some shit. I gotta, I gotta check that out. Dunk Riders, a dunk down, a duck down, nigga. You it's know, Trick Daddy. It's already a hit. As long as he don't, as long as it's Trick Daddy on that bitch, I'm as long as he don't try to Migo Flow, do nothing young. It's a nah, hit. Nah, you know Trick ain't gonna do that. I pray, um, I pray he don't. Eric B and Rakim dropped uh, a little album, the remix. It's 1986. Um, I'm, you know your hip hop heads. Dre probably go check that out. Uh, mm-hmm. Jaden Smith, that's Dre boy right there. Uh, what's the yeah, name of the yeah. shit? Siri. I heard it was dope. Sire the Election. Uh, hold on. Yeah, Slide the Electric album. It's only like eight songs or something like that. Uh, Chief Keep dropped Mansion Music. I'm not going to be listening to that. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa dropped Roller Papers too. That shit go hard. I think we might have talked about it a little I bit. I think we did. Yeah, a little but, bit. Um, yeah, definitely want to give a shout out to Roller Papers too. Definitely was that Wiz Khalifa vibe. Hood Rich Pablo Juan was a, another little new dude. Uh, Hood Wolf 2. Um, that kind of give you uh that kind of give you that that gym vibe that you want to look for that ratchet vibe okay. of the new shit. Um, that's something that you might actually like. Not no not no um Hood young Wolf? thug. Yeah, these not albums no, or mixtapes. This albums, this album, this album. Some of these cats can rap, and all, and I hate to admit this shit, dog. I hate to admit this shit, but there's a nigga um. Little pump dog, I be trying not to like this nigga, bro. But every single time I hear, every single time I hear a verse from this nigga, bro, this nigga be killing this shit, dog. I don't know, man. Every time I hear a verse from Buddy, Buddy be killing this shit, dog. Little pump, little pump, little pump. I've never, 
I've never listened to, I've never listened to his music. Like I've never went to go look for his music. But every single yeah. time that I hear a verse from this nigga on some like random shit, it's tight. he killed that shit. So I might, I, I might end up checking this nigga out. Dog. They got videos of him when he was in high school, just freestyling or whatever school mm-hmm. he was just freestyling, and he was one of them Florida boys that was like, okay, you know how to put a rhyme together. Yeah. So I might have. Ha- I might have to check this nigga out. Dog. I don't want to, but I might have to check this nigga out. Dog. <laughs> this boy, little pump on it for real. Um, the boy Nori dropped the album in in O R E. He dropped his uh five E. Um, if y'all want to go check that out? Exactly. Uh, the boy Dave East. We got to give a special shout out to him. Karma two. That boy stay dropping some heat, but that's just like a that's just like most like a mixtape more so than anything. He ain't really dropped the album yet, but it's it's supposed to be a precursor to some shit gonna be dropping. Holiday. Yeah, DJ Holiday. Uh, what? What you said? DJ Holiday's was? He hosted that. Oh, he hosted he that mixtape. Okay. Yeah, Karma. Karma was DJ Holiday joint. This is Karma too, and he killed that shit. Yeah, man. Uh, Denzel Curry, uh, who's an up and coming uh, new artist who's coming out. Uh, he got some bars for you. Uh, drop TA one three zero zero. I think that's how you, TA thirteen hundred. You want to drop that out? Uh, G Herbo, who can't just got out of jail, <laughs> dropped Swervo. Is another album. Um, he was locked up. Yeah, yeah, he was locked up too. Um, your girl, Drizzy girl, Iggy Azalea dropped her album, oh, Surviving the Summer, nigga. <laughs> dropped her locked, album, bro. She was locked up too. <laughs> nah, she wasn't locked up, but goddamn, <laughs> bro. Like have you been, have you been watching her Instagram lately? I've nigga. been hearing oh, she's throwing that little thing. Oh my god, man. Hey, I don't, I I don't really, I don't really get into white chicks like that, but Preach. Iggy Azalea, oh my god, man. <laughs> it gives, oh my god hey she 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 found a role with this instagram thing my dog money bag yo you know i've been hyping up money bag for the longest <laughs> he dropped another uh, another joint called bet on me uh mac mac miller dropped mac miller dropped his swimming album uh basically confessing his love to uh what's name all over again <laughs> ariana grande <laughs> uh speaking of which ariana grande did drop an album but i heard it was pretty trash so I might still get gonna lie, boy. Them two new singles she got. They good as hell. Yeah, yeah things go. That uh, little girl got a big voice, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> YG. YG. I mean, that's what I was about to get to next. YG dropped his Stay Dangerous uh, album. Uh, you know, it's pretty much Compton, Bompton, uh, Bloods, all What's that good stuff. Fuck Takashi, volume stay one. Dangerous. Stay Dangerous. Stay Dangerous. <laughs> YG, nigga, stay dangerous. <laughs> Fuck Takashi, volume one. Uh, Baka Not Nice is one of Drake artists. Uh, um, who's pretty much I can't remember the name of his song, but he dropped this four milli project. Apparently, it's supposed to be decent. Uh, for those who want to go ahead and take a listen to that, mm-hmm. Trippy Red dropped his Life's a Trip. It was one of the new cats who I'm not going to be giving a listen I don't to. Know about that. Um, a cat who I've been actually taking a listen to uh, a lot lately is I don't even know this how you say his name. Anime. Emily. I heard the name. I think you're saying he dropped his album 1.5, but his his every single song that I've ever heard of him has been good. I haven't heard the album per se. But every song I've heard of What's him been dope. I mean, I mean, I can't really. It's more so. I don't know if it's like a Tory Lanez, like Bryson type of style, or if it's just like a. a I don't really can't really describe it, but it's different, and I'm I like trying. it. I seen his okay. name. I keep that always helps. Yeah, and I like it. Yeah. Uh, Anwar's new favorite artist, Young Thug, dropped his Slime <laughs> Language <laughs> album this upcoming this past week with the hot single called <laughs> "Give Me That Dress." <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of which, I know we gonna get to that. <laughs> and that's, that's the album, the album that I've been giving, uh, that's been in rotation on my uh, playlist, mm. uh, the yeah, most is pretty much Astro World. Travis Scott, man, that album goes super hard. It's pretty much been in rotation for the past couple of weeks for me. Um, 
But the album that is getting the most controversy and the most talk about right now is Nicki Minaj's mm-hmm. Queen album. Before we go um, in, can I get one shot? Go Just ahead. To, I mean, you know, it's not on the list of, you know, albums. It's a mixtape, but it is the hometown. T-Pain mm-hmm. dropped the Everything Must Go volume I actually was about to get into that. You, Were you? You, 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 you kind of okay. stole my well, shine a little you bit. You said you was ending with Astro. Mm-hmm. I was ending with that, but I didn't end this music. Okay. We didn't end the music okay. segment. You know, but yeah, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. I mean, Shout hey. out to T-Pain. He just literally he just literally dropped this this past Friday on the mm-hmm. 17th, man. He dropped this Everything Must Go. I don't know if you heard, and that's why I was about to get into it a little bit more, because okay. I don't know if you watched it. That was video? No. No. Uh, the, um, the, Joe, the Joe Button had a pull-up, another pull up. two. Uh, Dre knows about it. It's called a pull-up series. It's pretty much like another podcast for okay. Dre, uh, Joe Button. This nigga had a podcast. Yeah, Shit. it's pretty much what he just basically go up, pull up with people. Uh, the first one had like Charlemagne and a whole bunch of people in there. And basically going up to other people's houses. Mm-hmm. This one was T-Pain and him in Vegas. Oh, that sounds dope And it's it about an hour or something. They're just talking, kicking shit uh, and talking shit. And basically, Payne was like, yeah, man, I got... So much fucking music. I don't. I I just be playing to myself. So I'm just like going to just be dropping shit on like a weekly, monthly basis mm-hmm. to where I'm just going to be just dropping shit. shit you know so. firsthand that he do. We need him too. We yeah. need you him know too. he do that man. That's yeah, all he so. fucking do is make fucking music all so. day and. Shit, he ain't getting no burn right now. Well, he is a little bit, but still, he got. Music. Oh no, the buzz is the buzz is back on pain. Yeah. People, people heard that booed up remix. What? They, they, that they, they back it. up on it, and, and uh, the buzz is back on pain. So he dropped this. Uh, Everything must go volume one yeah. at the right time. I'm haven't listened to it yet because I just literally saw it come up on my on my on my screen, mm-hmm. and I was gonna give it a spin when I get off of this, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's anything like what I'm expecting for it to be, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man. Yeah, gotcha. Solid. Yeah, I feel you. I'm ready. I'm ready to see what it so, got. You know, honestly, you know, he's one of those that really can't do much wrong to me. Even though I know some people be like he lost me with this one, for example, Three Rings. I know they weren't feeling that album as mm-hmm. much as some of the others. And I, I mean, he, and he spoke about that too. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, I had a couple uh, album obligation, yeah, <laughs> uh, contract exactly. obligation he albums has, that I need exactly, to spend." Exactly. But he just basically I just like dropped the therapy a song off that album. I mean, he has some. He got. He had always. He always gonna have a song on the album, yeah. regardless yeah. of mm-hmm. what it is. But. Let's go ahead and get into the topic that everybody's talking about. Nicki Minaj's Queen album. Mm. Anwar, did you listen to it? No. Of course. <laughs> Dre, <laughs> man, go ahead and give you give you give you a spill, bro. I like it. I'm a Nicki Minaj fan. Um, been waiting for her to rap. She did a lot of rapping. What she said made sense. She she got the flow. The flow is always in there. Um, what did she do? I like the I like the wordplay on this album. Mm-hmm. I agree with and, you on that. It was it was a lot of songs, but it's something that I could I could listen to, and I like it. I like um, I want to say I don't want to sound like I don't want to overdo, it, but I want to say she kind of claim she tried to claim her position. I think she was I want to say she was successful doing that. Mm. She writes her own stuff. You could tell she writes her own stuff, but I'm questioning mm. if she's been getting a little help lately. I don't know if I don't know if I, could, I if I can sit here and say that she write her own stuff. I mean, I, I do agree with you that she does write her, her write some of her stuff. I don't know about all of her own stuff because um, I feel like you like she's been getting a lot of help lately. Um, my problem that I, first off, I like the album. I like the yeah. album. I really like rapping Nicki. I don't yes. like singing Nicki. Mm. <laughs> I don't like, like that Drake. record with the record with the weekend that she got. Oh my god, that was a waste of a weekend song, bro. That was that shit was terrible. Oh, Apparently, people liked it, but I thought that shit was terrible. But the wordplay that she had on a lot of these songs when she was straight rapping, she killed it. She killed it. One thing I don't like is that every song don't have to be a shot at fucking somebody. Somebody, bro. She don't have to be a shot at Cardi. Yeah, it don't have to be a shot because like the first half of the album was pretty much I'm shooting these shots, letting y'all know. 
I'm the queen, you bitches bow down, this, this, and that. But the album itself, to me, I liked it. I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent, and I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan. I still really haven't gotten through a whole Nicki Minaj album. I don't even think I got all the way through this. I think I may have gotten to maybe like the last song. I, I probably did get through it. I think I did get through it. But the album itself is all right. It's good to me. It's decent to me. I don't think she's established herself like you said, as uh, established herself as the queen. Mm-hmm. I still think she has to prove herself. But I do think that she's took, taking the right steps to you know, get back to the flow, get back to spitting, and get back to uh, – a rhyming. It's just her attitude is just shitty, man. <laughs> okay, now let's let's compare. Let's compare her with people. You okay? I'm gonna compare her. The reason why I'm gonna compare her to Cardi because Cardi is the most is that is the the woman is the is the female artist that I've listened to most recently. Only mm-hmm. reason why I like Cardi B album more than this is because this Cardi is not talking about how much she is better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Cardi's talking about my relationship issues. Cardi's talking about I'm getting used to this famous shit. Cardi's talking about I'm still really? that hood rash bitch shit. Um, Cardi's talking about mm-hmm. I'm I'm a bad bitch. Cardi's talking about everything. <laughs> Nikki is just awesome. I'm the queen. You bitches bow down. <laughs> Your niggas want to fuck me. Bow down. That's the whole. That's the whole thing of the album to me. Bitches and my sons. She talks about relationships. She talks about relationships a little bit, but then she gets back to talking about well, these niggas need to bow down because I'm the queen. <laughs> she talks about selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But well, what? What? Okay. So if if I compare, I don't want to compare her to Cardi B because it has. We all know that Nicki has been the female rapper for years, so she does know how to rap. Her flow is impeccable to me, I must say. Um, this this album has substance, so I want to take Cardi B out of her help. And then put Cardi B in front of Nicki Minaj with no help. Nicki Minaj wins. Hmm. We love Cardi B, but Nicki Minaj wins in that aspect. Say that again. I just want that a little bit. My bad. Okay, we take Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. We take Cardi B's help away from her and put her up against Nicki Minaj. Cardi B loses. If you're talking about just straight rap skills, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah but if you're talking about life experience, if you're talking about storylines and all that stuff, I don't think so. Will be more I interesting. Mean, what does Cardi B say about her storylines without help? We don't know. No, those, 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 those are those are, but those are her storylines. She talks about them on Instagram. She talks about all this stuff, like the raps that she has people to help create the raps. But the stuff that she talking about is stuff that she talked about on Instagram before she even started rapping. That's content, but as a hip hop artist, she can't rap against Nicki Minaj without help. But that's what I'm saying. I said if you talking about rap skills, but if you talking about content yeah. and storyline. I still take Cardi. If you're talking about being interesting, then I would say Cardi is more interesting than Nikki. Because like you said, Nikki, mm-hmm. can you think of anything else, anything else that she's going to talk about? Every album, you just want to hear her delivery because you know what she's going to talk about. Somebody is her son. Somebody's going to eat her pussy. Somebody can eat her ass like a cupcake. And she's better than everybody. But the question is, how is she going to deliver it? That's pretty much just what you look forward to with a Nikki song. So, like, I mean, I agree. I think lyrically, of course, shit, Nikki's better all day, even with the help of Cardi has, I think she's still better. But being more interesting, you may Cardi just you just want to put your ear up to what Cardi got to say more, because you know what Nicki's gonna say. You know, now, just, you only listen to Nicki for anticipation reasons, like because she goes, you know, little gaps without saying anything. So you just want to hear, hey, what she got to say now? Oh yeah, same shit. Damn. Okay. What next? Oh shit, same thing. Oh okay. 
Who she featured? Her with? metaphors though. Her meta her metaphors was good in this. Her metaphors carried her through this out, I think. And her well, words. Well, let me I have to listen before I can go that far with you. I just meant on the surface as far as you know. I agree I with you. Her metaphors were there. I agree with you that the bars were there, but I'm just saying everything came back to the same thing. I'm the queen, bow down, bitches. <laughs> now let's compare her to Remy real quick. Last well not last. Remy would beat her, but Remy's flow throws her. Still, I disagree with that. I disagree. I fuck with her flow. I fuck with her flow. With her flow, I yeah. do too. But it's not. It's not impeccable. I disagree with that. I, I, like I said, I, I like Remy flow, but I, I I like Remy flow. I think Remy could fuck with her on on all aspects if Remy focuses on it. But I think Remy focuses on so much other things that she. What about a fast song? Remy lose. I don't. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I think Remy could. I think Remy could still do it. I think Remy could still do it. I think Remy could still do it. Yeah, Remy, Remy gonna fall off that fast flow because she she's stuck. And it sounds like she's still stuck in early two thousands with her flow. Bars is crazy. Bars is there, but with her you flow, can, think Nicki. You can her. still get on a fast song and have a slow flow. You we, can. Rick Ross do it all the time. Really I don't think Remy could pull it off. All right, all right. Well, that's your opinion, man. But the more interesting thing about Remy Martin, uh, not Remy, <laughs> Remy Nicki Minaj has been happening lately is. Uh, the beef between her and Safari going around. And I told you Tycho hairline was fake. <laughs> that, that's confirmed? That's I confirmed. I that was an argument. That's confirmed. Yeah, I thought it was obvious too. Like, you don't just go from that shit to that unless you, I told you. Unless you find LeBron's plug. No pun intended. Nah, nah. LeBron needs that plug. <laughs> what you mean? I need that. What, what was the verdict though? What was the verdict on? Oh, nah, Tiger, Tiger confirmed it. Tiger, uh, well, let, let, to give the background, uh, <laughs> apparently uh, Nicki Minaj went around uh, basically Saying that uh, Safari is a user, scammer, uh, trying to steal money from it, this, this, and that. And then Safari came back and said, you know, uh, you know, why are you even talking about me? I, I'll, I still support you regardless of how much, but I don't even know why I'm even being brought up right now. When you tried to stab me and kill me and stuff, I lied and told him, told him that I tried to kill myself so that would happen to me to jail. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj came back saying some shit. Well, God don't like ugly because you started to steal money from me. That's why your hair plug fell out or whatever, <laughs> this, this, and that. And yeah, Tiger was like, uh, and then he said, you and Tiger went to the same doctor or something like that. And then uh, Safari was like, me and Tiger didn't go to the same doctor because we did it the same day. He went to a different doctor, but this is that. <laughs> and then Tiger, and then Tiger, Tiger, like Tiger got drugged in. DJ Drama got not DJ Drama, but uh, DJ Envy got drugged in. Uh, oh shit! Fucking DJ Self got drugged in somehow. And Tiger, I fuck with Tiger response. Tiger, Tiger just dropped who his doctor was. He just mm-hmm. dropped his doctor on Twitter and was like, "Tell him Tiger sent you." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he got me right. Shit, back he in the got game, right. Baby. Hey, but I told you, bro. Hey, if y'all see me go to Thailand, bro, I come back with that full hairline. Y'all better not judge me. <laughs> Don't judge me, judge your mammy, bro. <laughs> hey. no, I'm saving up. Judge your mammy, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, I wanted to kind of talk about that real quick, yeah, man. Funny. But. Before we go ahead and go on, man, we're going to go ahead and get to a more serious topic, man. We got a special guest coming on right now, man. So we're going to go ahead and do this transition real quick. So give us one moment. We're about to transition to the special guest before we continue with our podcast, and then we'll be right back. So uh, this is the Locker Room Banner, man. You know, we got a special guest joining us on the line right now, man. Uh, so you want to go ahead and give this man the introduction? Sure, sure, man. Hey, class of O2's finest right here from family. Y'all in this O2 shit. Hey, man, O2 was an <laughs> epic-ass motherfucking year. So we have to make sure people know that he came out of one of the realest class yeah, years fam you yeah, had to sleep. offer, 2002. Uh, highest of seven <clears throat> hills, Tallahassee, Florida. Repping that 954. You got my dog, 
from the cab, from the set, from the hold old. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if you're going to say what I, what I think you're going to say. What? Go ahead, keep going. I'm, keep I'm going. just throwing out shit he, that he, some people don't he have. He corrected me on this. He corrected uh, me on this specifically, you know, but I want to hear what you're going to say. My daughter been from Gibbs to Samson the Young before Samson the Young got shut down. He even made it through Patty <laughs> Foot a couple times, even Pokehorn before they shut down. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my homie, where Javon. Call, where you calling from? Vaughn. Oh, where you calling from? Yeah. Shoot, he should be calling from t- um, Lauderdale. Okay, I, do, I, I just wanted to make yeah. sure that you I said, knew. I said represent the 954, yeah. If he represent 954, then yes. I would hope he calling from uh, Lauderdale. Yes. Okay. So, so, yeah, man. Well, anyway, back to it. My dog, Javon, a.k.a. Vaughn Powell. Talk to him, Vaughn. What's up, man? How you doing, good people, man? Just greetings and salutations and all the other good stuff uh I don't know. I'm being drinking, so I don't get too political out here. I hear that. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all probably heard. Bride County. Go ahead, bro. What is I that? I just want to say greetings from Bride County. You know, thank you for guys. Thank you guys for having me on to the show. Um, to just speak my little bit of piece of you know what I experienced at the Atlanta BI day. Exactly. Oh, I'm still y'all shine on. Nah, bro, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing, man. And man, and you, you guys probably, if you listen to the podcast religiously, like you should be doing, you probably heard Vaughn's voice before. Uh, you know, he was on our FAMU homecoming special last year. Uh, you probably gonna be on it again this year, but uh, yeah, man, Vaughn is a, uh, a instrumental <laughs> key <laughs> portion of the crew. Okay. If you know what I say by the crew, okay. then you know what I mean by the crew. Uh, but yeah, man, Vaughn, they never really got a, a, a formal introduction of you, man. Tell them just a little bit about yourself, and you know what I mean, and, and about your background. Um, they didn't really get that too much on the uh, homecoming special, so just tell them a little bit about you, bro. Well, as Anwar alluded to earlier, I am a member of one of the greatest. Oh, Jesus Christ, Here y'all go get with this O2 shit. <laughs> just chronological. Most awesomeness thing ever to grace FAMU's hills, that great class O2. You know, I am a member of that great class. You know, we big, do big things and great things out there for the university. Um, I'm from Broward County, Florida. Um, I like thinking of myself as a simple, humble man. I, I, I can't really toot my own horn. You know, I do a lot of things, but I don't really like to talk about myself because I like to try and stay supremely humble in everything I do because I don't do nothing for the shine. I do it all for the you know, the glory in the heart. Hey, you preach it. I mean, uh, so I, I really can't talk about myself. I mean, I've been involved with some things. Um, just to say a few, like some political campaigns, not political campaigns, some um, political forums, uh, some events for the youth, money, mm-hmm. events for the community. Uh, I just really believe in being the change that you want to see. Uh, and whatever that means to you and your community, mm-hmm. by all means, do that. Uh, and that's just, that's, that's just about me. There it is. Some of y'all, I don't know if y'all can see the podcast. I got my cap shirt on. I see it. Just show y'all like that. I'm still ride with your cap. I got you, though. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But that's pretty much true. I mean, Vaughn is just that. I mean, one thing, Vaughn isn't the biggest with words, and I don't mean that in any bad way. He pretty much said it himself, which is, you know, action is, is more of his thing, and that has been him since I've known him. Kind of quiet but loud, and I don't mean loud in a bad way. I mean loud in action. In other words, he ain't going to talk about it. It's just going to be done. Um, I know about your behind-the-scenes work. I know about the be-out day that you guys are working on down there to, you know, keep that thing completely taking over Florida, not just, you know, Atlanta and, you know, Tallahassee. Um, I know you're collabing in Orlando with some folks there as well, so don't 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 worry. We know you're making moves, and we, we appreciate it. <laughs> Coming from, you know, FAMU and being an alumni, you know, we see those, those actions, and we know they're going to be, you know, talked about later. But 
But I do appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's always good to stay humble. That's one thing we got to always try to do is remain humble even when we are, you know, amongst big things. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah, it's tough sometimes too. <laughs> I just want to say plus two will be running for some type of uh, house representative or senate position sometime in the near future. It just flows naturally because he just freestyled that whole spiel. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, the SGA president they never had, but you know, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, but anyway, um, like what I said, um, we, we really was just going to talk about the B.I. Day, man. Um, the reason why we have Vaughn on is because, like Watt said, he is an instrumental piece, you know, to this whole Be Out Day thing. He makes sure he shows face or support in some form or the other to the cause. Um, he was here. I can't speak much about it, unfortunately, because I wasn't able to attend the festivities. Shut the hell up, Watt. I ain't even say nothing, bro. Yeah, I see it on your face. <laughs> a hit dog will holler, bro. A hit dog uh, will holler. I'm a poor. But uh, that's why we got Vaughn on to pretty much, um, one, Tell us about his experience with B.I.D. this year. And two, give us, um, I guess, a comparison to to the Hill. How does how does our B.I.D. here in Atlanta compare to the Hill? And I guess the third thing we would ask him to speak on is, um, does he see B.I.D. Be becoming either one, the new FAMU homecoming, or at least something like it? Yeah, man. But before we get into it, let me go ahead and give a little uh, background about B.I.D. Uh, okay. For the most part. If you guys already know, I'm pretty sure most of you probably already who listen to the podcast know. But if you don't, it's time for you to get some knowledge, man. Be Out Day ATL was basically founded by a couple of individuals here in the Atlanta area, um, you know, a couple of years back when um, the Atlanta Classic, you know, got taken away from us. You know, we kind of had, had a void that we needed to fill here in the Atlanta so area. True. So, true. so uh, the Be Out Day Atlanta experience was pretty much created. Um, shout out to Amanda Bird. Shout out to Rashad Watson um, by those two, James Few, um, who created the Be Out Day, uh, the initial Be Out Day. And basically, it was just one single day. You know, we wanted to kind of get the family community together and involved to kind of raise scholarship funds. Um, the second year, you know, I kind of joined up on the team. And uh, we basically just kept going it and made it into a weekend. Now it's a weekend of festivities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got parties and everything, even though the party, that's not necessarily our focus. Our mm-hmm. focus is mainly on getting the scholarship funds and getting uh, funds to raise, raised up for students to attend the illustrious Florida Agricultural Mechanical University from the Atlanta area. Um, last year we raised, I think, maybe like $12,000 um, last year. But this year we almost uh, doubled our uh, – we more than doubled our uh, uh, income of getting $45,000 to 17. Got to clap that one up. 17 uh, scholars clap from the Atlanta area that. to go yeah. to uh, FAMU, man. It's real big, man. And I'm, I, I'm actually proud to say that we also got one of our scholars who's making some big, big history out here um, by being the first – Female first woman drum major mm-hmm. uh, at the what? Florida and oh, yeah. University. You almost dropped the yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, bro. Emotional over there. Hey, uh, uh, that girl has no, a, no. that girl. The girl has a story, but I'm not gonna get into that. But that girl has a story, man. She's also just crossed uh, Delta Sigma Theta, man. She's doing real alpha. big things, Beta Alpha, man. So uh, she also was on the basketball team too. So she's doing a lot, not just for herself, but she's doing a lot for her community as well. Mm-hmm. But um. So as we created this Be Out Day, man, we pretty much just wanted to be a family get-together, man. Bring our family and bring their family to our family and just show the Atlanta area how we get down. I mean, as I'm going around picking up supplies and stuff, people are like, what a barbecue at? What a cookout Mm -hmm. at? I'm like, oh, it's at Central Park. Pull up at 12 o'clock. We starting through all the way through 7. So we have people coming all the way now 
from California, from mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Lauderdale, from the 954, mm-hmm. from D.C. Thank you for getting that right. <laughs> <laughs> from somebody, shoot, I think somebody came from Bangladesh. I think there was a station in Bangladesh that came out there. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, man, um, it's becoming a real big thing, man, and we invited Vaughn to come on to share his experience because I may have a biased experience because I ain't have fun. Y'all niggas was having fun while I was, was out working. here working. <laughs> no, they have a vent. Hey, but, working. hey, you got to party with a purpose sometime, man. Hey, you know, man. You gotta, hey. No. But Vaughn, man, Vaughn is here to share his experience and to share how he uh, viewed it, man, because he, he came out, man, he he thoroughly enjoyed himself. He came up with the whole crew from the from the 954, he came up with the whole crew from Florida, really, from mm-hmm. everybody and just D.C., <laughs> The whole man, look, the whole family yeah. was up here. I'm not talking about just the family. I'm talking about our family. Yes, <laughs> it was deep. It was deep. I seen our the family. Picks. So, Vaughn, man, go ahead and speak <laughs> up on it, bro. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, first off, I like to, you know, I don't want to. I'm gonna just want the the third question first. Okay. I don't want to, you know, disrespect family or anything. Say we won't ever take over homecoming, but exactly, yeah. Homecoming is gonna forever be homecoming. Um. So that's that's always a calling for the people to come back to the hill and, and mm-hmm. fellowship for that time and whenever that is October, November, whenever we decide to have it. So homecoming is forever gonna be homecoming. But this here thing that's at, in Atlanta <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. really a spreading. Well, I'm gonna say what started in Atlanta and spreading throughout the rest of the southeast right now. So that's mm-hmm. a call for you out in the Midwest, the West, North, wherever you at. Uh, alumni associations, folks that love FAMU. Be the change that you want to see. If you like what you saw in, in Atlanta, and you see in Orlando and Lauderdale, mm-hmm. I've seen some flash by Jacksonville, D.C. Hey, do it in your city. <clears throat> okay. Because there's only going to there's always only going to be one homecoming for FAMU. But this 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 thing that you guys are starting in, in Atlanta is a beautiful thing. And to speak on that, to, to segue into that beautiful thing, like I've had, I had a lovely time. Well. <laughs> Yeah, as you know, we came up there, and with the help of my homegirl Retta and her little squad of Amazons. And hey, boy, she she got the, she brought the ringers in for real, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, they no, had an infield, they had an infield kickball home run, bro, and like. <laughs> nigga, this was like after all the dudes were struggling. <laughs> they came in, they had a home run yeah. and left. <laughs> Hilarious. They ran off four runs in a row to be exact. <laughs> and it was like, oh shit. <laughs> all right, we got this in the bag. So, needless to say, we, we took home the kickball championship. Um, and to speak on that, you know, you guys have a lot of different events that people are getting involved with. So, it's not just like somebody coming out there to sit in the field in the hot sun all day. You know, we had a kickball tournament. You had a basketball tournament. Um, you had other field day events. You have food vendors. Um, I like to say it was partying with a purpose because at the end of the day, we was uh, we having fun. But at the end of the day, the scholarship fund was the was the, was the main goal, and mm-hmm. driving funds towards that scholarship fund was the main goal and everything that we was doing. You know, you constantly heard it across the DJs, no matter if you was at. You know, I know the parties weren't you guys you guys thing, but even at the parties. They was pumping the scholarship fund. Hey, let's mm-hmm. get that money to the scholarship fund. So it was, it was real deal partying with a purpose, though. And I think that also shows that on a deeper level, us as black people, we can get together in large masses mm-hmm. and have fun, not have no bullshit, excuse me, not have no crazy stuff going hey, on. You can cuss on here, bro. And, 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 <laughs> oh, okay, excuse me. Not have no bullshit going on mm-hmm. and, 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 and still do something good for our community and our people. Because like you said, 
raise over forty-seven thousand dollars for for some kids, sending some kids to go to FAMU. Mm-hmm. And as all of us know, out-of-state fees are a bitch. Tell them again. Mm-hmm. When you capital bitch. <laughs> so every every little bit counts when it comes to when you're trying to help a little kid out. And and the seeds that we planting with these with the youth by these different events, they go a long way because that family feeling that we got when we touch the hill. We giving that to the the kids mm-hmm. before they even touch the hill, so we yeah. sending them up there with a with, with a good mindset. And like you, like I like to say, and anybody who knows me and seeing my Facebook post, Instagram post, anywhere, you know, I'm gonna always say, "Be the change that you want to see," and that's being the change that we want to see. We can't, we can say it all we want, but it's really on us mm-hmm. and our generation, really, to be the change that we want to see. Um, I don't want to preach. I'm getting into preaching mode over there. Oh, you, are you, are you over there shedding a tear? Are you shedding a tear? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't shedding a tear. You know, I, I get over soapbox and I heartbeat be doing your ass now. <laughs> and I've been on this yacht too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we talking about B.I. They don't let me get into social injustice and all the other shit now. Okay? Yeah, man, tell yeah, them again. But um, to kind of piggyback off right. of what Vaughn was saying, though, uh, that's kind of one of the things. When we went through the interview process with the students that we had, the 17 students that we had, all the students that I talked to, even the students that were just out at Be Out Day because we had some students who didn't make the scholarship who still came out and just had a good time, man. And I just wanted to let them know, like, you know, to me, y'all know that ever since I've been at FAM, I've always been trying to do something to give back, whether that's being an orientation leader, trying to sell FAMU and letting them know how great FAMU is and all that stuff. I let them know, like, you know, coming from my mom, my dad who went to FAM and all that stuff, like, that fam you family that that presence that 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 pride is something different than any other HBCU any other college like oh, it yeah. carries throughout the generation and for me being somebody who actually tried not to go to fam you to still go to fam you and still feel like it was one of the best decisions of my life that's something I try to carry on and like we want to carry on to the to the new generation who really this is the fucked up ass generation who don't give a fuck about nothing mm-hmm. we want to give this generation you know the the morals and the beliefs and just let them know Straight up, like we want, we want y'all to be great, and we want y'all to carry this on to the next generation. Like, like Von said, it's it, it's it's partying with a purpose, but everybody has a purpose of what y'all need to do, and we we want to make sure that y'all carry this family legacy, the family legacy, on going forward. So once you go to fam, once you get your degree, once you pass everything, and once you move on to your career, you be like, you know what? I remember when I was a senior in high school, when I was getting ready to come to freshman FAMU. It was this group of people that just showed me so much love coming in, and I want to do that same thing to the next generation. Just carry it on, carry it forward. That's that's how I really like look at it when I do this uh, be out there stuff, and when I do this, and when I don't eat for a whole twenty four <laughs> hours, and <laughs> because I'm out here grinding it, for yeah. this stuff, man. Because we're trying to just you know carry it to the next generation, man. Just so we can move it forward, pass it forward, man. That's one thing that I've always been about, you know. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now, now, now that I had got deep a little bit, now the parties and all that other shit. Oh man, talk to him, bro. Okay, mm-hmm. but y'all niggas went heavy on that. What was that? Uh, the Friday night party. Y'all niggas went heavy. Which at, one was uh, that? Retops. Hey, re- I don't even Retops. know what the party name was. Well, <laughs> y'all niggas had the section. Did y'all bought a section too? Did y'all? Fresh. <laughs> oh yeah, they had Shout the velvet on. He had the velvet yeah, on. Right, you know. <laughs> Don't forget the boots, nigga. Don't forget the oh, boots. He had the velvet on. Bro. You was wearing velvet, bro. Please bro. don't forget the chest. Hey, that nigga boots, was clean, man. bro. Don't, don't forget. Don't do me no injustice. Hello. I was clean out there. <laughs> I gotta go check your social media. See what you was doing over there. Damn, I don't even think you posted no pictures for that, did you? 
Yeah, I don't hey, think you got to be somebody no got a picture you nah, somewhere. Be with you, to be honest with you, bro, I don't even have no pictures from that weekend, bro. I don't see, I ain't seen no pictures, bro. Okay, I don't think it was no pictures out there. Like, and I, it was just that's how you know it's a good ass party, bro. Yeah, when it ain't yeah. no pictures, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I> totally <agree>. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you yeah, having a good time. Too busy having a good vibe, man. It, yeah. That's and that speaks to the whole weekend. Like, it, even if you ain't know a person, it was like, hey. It's a good chance this person related to connected mm-hmm. to somebody that went to find you. They here for the for because they love found you or some way, shape, or form they connected to find you. So it was that feeling and that vibe everywhere we went from mm-hmm. the parties to the brunch was which was a whole another. I ain't make it to the brunch, dog. I was too tired. The brunch needs a do whole it. episode in itself. <laughs> I, I heard. I, I, I couldn't do it. I was too tired. I was like, fuck the, that. The brunch went in waves, man. That's how crazy brunch was. <laughs> it sound like it would. What type of brunch you know to transform into a day party, a rooftop day party? <laughs> a FAMU one, you know what I'm saying? A damn Rattler brunch. <laughs> I, I'll just say one that FAMU students are involved with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Dang, bro. I, 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 yeah, I couldn't do the brunch, bro. I, I, I was too tired, bro. I had to tap out. I just rested all day on Sunday, boy. Y'all, y'all niggas wore me out. I couldn't really do the brunch like that. <laughs> I, I ain't even going to lie. I once seen a meme that said... Date uh, unlimited brunch, unlimited most of that brunch. I had you send in the middle of the day. Are you up, Texas? <laughs> that is dead that ass true, man. Hilarious. That is dead ass true, man. That shit is dead ass true. That is Thank dead you. ass true, bro. Shout <laughs> out to that. Shout out to Half Plenty crew, man. The Half Plenty brunch, man. Uh, they had the Atlanta version uh, edition for our Be Out Day weekend, man. Uh, and apparently that part, that part was just that loose, bro. It was just I've heard stories, niggas just oh. went niggas is yakking and everything, bro. Like. Uh, <sighs> They, you are, too. You know the stories about uh, champagne no, sneaking up, up on you, man. <laughs> don't even get me started. You know the you know the story about champagne sneaking up on you. So when bottomless mimosas and mimosas all day, I probably would have had like one or two and sat my ass still. <laughs> I don't even play them games. Nah. No <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't I with the vibe. No, are you up Texas? But I seen some and I heard about some and I laughed yeah, at them. I heard bunch. about them. <laughs> I definitely heard about them. I definitely Eight p.m. Tell you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let me talk about this, man. So as we like, I kind of spoke about a little bit. Be out day. I don't think I spoke about it, but be out day. Atlanta came originally from be out day being in Tallahassee. Be out day being in Tallahassee used to happen in the spring. Kind of was like a spring uh, party, spring day activity to kind of get the campus back live and everything with spring football coming back around and all that stuff. Do y'all feel like be out day Atlanta may have taken over be out day (laughs) Tallahassee? Because I don't even hear about be out day in Tallahassee no more. Dre, Dre, have no. you have you came up to one, Dre? I'm trying. No, I haven't come to one. Of okay, dang. Yet. I was gonna say. I mean, I was gonna let you take it because um, I I know what I can say about it. Um, Vaughn, right now since we got you, we're gonna ask you that one. I mean, I dare not disrespect homecoming, but be out there and tell you could disrespect that shit. <laughs> Mm. All I'm gonna say is we on your ass. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. If 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 it hasn't already overtaken it, because I can say. The things about the BI Day, Atlanta, and in all the different places throughout the region. And I'm really going to stress the Southeast because I've really not heard of one outside of the Southeast. And I really would like to see one. So that's me throwing a little bit of shade to all y'all out there everywhere else. Um, like my dog, Aaron Watts said, I ain't want to talk much, but I'm all about action. So shut me up with your action. Um, everywhere else in the nation, all you rattlers that's hearing this, um, 
Yeah, I talk a little greasy sometimes, but I'm all about action. Um, that's the resolving um, thing. And if you don't like it, well, you know, you can ask anybody about me. Uh, but we get back to the positive note. Um, go Vaughn. Go O2 Vaughn. Go O2 Vaughn. See, that's why y'all, that, see, that's why dog ain't want to give me the, the stick, the microphone. Yeah. Nah, because the nigga want to cuss, nigga want to cuss the people on the microphone three, three in front sips. of kids and stuff. Three sips into the pure white and here go O2 Vaughn. Hey, y'all do not know. Y'all gave me that microphone that be out there. I didn't know. That's <laughs> I didn't know. Well, that's why. That's why I was yeah, looking you, at you. Was I like didn't know. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Bike. I didn't know. I really <laughs> had faith in me. She had faith in me. My dog. I love her to, to pieces, man. She had faith in me, and I held her down because I almost went in. But I didn't know. No, I, I knew exactly. What, I knew exactly what you was gonna say. So I got not hold. I got not embarrassed. <laughs> I knew exactly what you was but, about to say. That's why I was like, let me just grab this mic real quick. <laughs> And we're not oh, gonna so say it on the man. podcast. We had either, just won this championship. We had just beat some people and won a championship, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but to get back to the thing, you know, I still that's open it is an open challenge to anybody out there, you know, and it'd be the change you want to see in your city. So by all means, this BI Day wave is I ain't gonna lie, it's taking over the BI Day in, in Tallahassee. The only thing that may separate Tallahassee BI Day is that they have uh, they, they, they they do bring in some artists. Some, yeah, I'm gonna say artists. I'll call them artists. Uh, I won't say what level of artists or brand <laughs> of artists or grade of oh, artists they okay, are, but they do bring in some artists. <laughs> yeah. And kind of artists. I don't, yeah, entertainers. And I'm be honest, I through this family network, I don't think we have no problem uh stopping that uh because we got a lot of people that are connected in different industries and across this family network that can mm-hmm. get these connections to different artists, entertainers, um, different acts that can make these regional be out days. Not even, not, not only a big draw to have something in your city to make that family imprint on your city, but also drive funds to our university because a, a lot of people don't know family is not, not the best financial shape mm-hmm. to be honest with everybody that's listening. I'm not saying that we about to shut down tomorrow, but hey, fam, you struggling. We could do all this good stuff for our fam. We could party for party for a purpose, but let's pay attention to the state of our university because we don't want to end up like some of the other HBCUs that have been out that yeah. were out there. And I'm gonna stress were because yeah. they're no longer there or they're no longer accredited, so their degrees mean shit. Mm, I know one HBCU that's down in Daytona that's not accredited no more, but yeah, I'm throwing that <laughs> shot. <laughs> I'm throwing that shot. <laughs> but anyways. We don't want to end up like them, so let's let's be the change we want to see and continue this wave because we did take this be out there wave is taking over from the Tallahassee be out there, but it's also a good way for us to drive mm-hmm. back funds to our university to keep it going so exactly. they can hire those top-notch professors you know, hire back the good professor that was making a good imprint on our universe, on our students at our university, mm-hmm. you know, currently or, you know, recently, fam, you, if anyone of you in administrators, you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Direct shot <laughs> for my dog. And I was about to say it too, but I'm going to leave it alone. He, just in case, you know, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to throw no names, but hey, y'all know what it is. You did. And, 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 and I won't even talk about people that I know, but I remember, I'm going to tell a quick story. I remember being at FAMU and my advisor left right before my senior year, Dr. Cantor Brown, hall ass, because Fort Valley State offered him full tenureship. FAMU had been fucking off with him for over like eight, nine years. Damn. No, over 10 years, they wanted to offer the man tenureship. Mm-mm-mm. He took, he hauled ass. So what these is- games with professors have not been going on just that. They just didn't start recently. Mm-hmm. They started a long time ago. 
I'm 33 wow. years old. I graduated from you a long time ago. Mm. I just said my advisor left before my senior year. Think about how long these games have been playing. Mm -hmm. So, man, you advise. I, I don't mean to start no war, but hey, I'm about action. Dude, and I have been drinking. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you have been drinking. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, be on the be on the lookout, man. Be out there, ATL, man. We're gonna try to make it bigger next year as well. Um, one other thing that we did that we kind of surprised with surprised people with last year, but this year really wasn't a surprise. Uh, we were probably we. The first time that the Marching 100 had performed outside of a FAMU event, uh, we had the alumni band come out and do their thing, man. And uh, yeah, man, uh, it's nothing like that FAMU sound, that Marching 100 nope. sound, bro. Nothing like it. Even on the even on the alumni band level, bro. Nothing like it, bro. That's tight. I got a question. What's that? How is the money raised? How does that work? It's donations, bro. We just pretty much just put it out there, word of mouth, uh, spread the word. Uh, we. We put it all. Through, we put it all through PayPal. Every single dime goes straight back to the students, man. Um, we pretty much just put it out there and just let let the family work, man. That's pretty much how we do it. Uh, we get some sponsorships from wherever we can get them. Um, but that that's kind of what's going to be one of my goals next year is to try to get some more sponsorships. But wherever we could get the money, bro, we we take it and uh, whether it's a dime, whether it's a, a penny, or, or whether it's a, a thousand, whatever you give, bro, we take it and we give it right back to the students, bro. The more that we get, the more uh, scholars we give, man. The more scholars we give, um, scholarships we give. So, yep. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, watch. What's that? Uh, I'm going to interject real quick, man. I just want to, since we was on that topic, man, like, I just want to give a shout out to you and everybody that was with you that put this thing together because from the standpoint of just the, the person coming from all the way from Fort Lauderdale coming out there and, and just seeing the things that you guys were doing, and just hearing about the amount of money that I was raised. And for me personally, knowing what it takes to to, to raise funds on a grassroots level, mm -hmm. putting $5 here, a dollar here, $10 here together to do something big. Yeah. And it to hear like the numbers that y'all was raising. Like, I know, you know, as you see me, I was out there, you know, drinking and having a good time and, you know, enjoying myself. Cause hey, it's not like we was out there just all just having a bad time. Like everybody right. was out there having a good time, right. but. At the same time, I still have my business mindset always on me. And to hear what y'all was doing and knowing what it takes to do those types of things, hey, man, thank you, bro. Y'all did it. Y'all did the thing, man. Hey. Of course, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And I appreciate your support, man. We appreciate your support, man, because, like you said, it ain't easy, dog. It ain't easy. And, uh, you know, it, it takes a good network <laughs> in order to, you know, get to that level. And if, with it, if, with, if it wasn't for y'all help, we wouldn't have got there. So thank you. <laughs> Thank two. Thank whoever gave the dollar. Whoever gave a donation. Thank everybody. Thank Dre. Uh, thank whoever gave a donation. I mean, we hey, it's all appreciated and like that's really why we want. That's really why the purpose of be out there is to show our appreciation for it. everything that y'all give, and that's the reason why we try to throw events to make people interested, so people won't mm -hmm. just be out there. I mean, having a, cook, a good cookout and all that stuff, and having people come through, that's cool. But yeah, you want to entertain the people. You, you want to have the people you, that you want to bring them back. Active. You want to you want to have different things. You want to, mm -hmm. and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create different yeah. avenues of people to want to come back, for people to mm -hmm. hang around, the people to just stay around. Because when, like you said, but at like noon, one o'clock, two o'clock, really wasn't that many people there. Mm -hmm. About four o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> five o'clock. 
The whole street was shut down, bro. Yeah. Central Ave was Central yeah. Ave was pretty yeah. much had cars that weren't supposed to be parked there, mm. parked on the side of the street, bro. Boy, <laughs> and like I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and like from like it was, I ain't gonna sit here. This is the painful part. Like we were supposed to end at seven, mm. we didn't get out of that bit till like nine thirty. Because people were just people just hanging around having a good time. But that's all it's about, though. It's just yeah. having just chilling and having a good time, man, and making sure that people people feel what that that family vibe is mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I'm pretty sure y'all have heard it before when y'all hanging out with people like people hate the fam you fam you crowd, the fam you family yeah. because they hate how connected we are. They do. Like they, they hate do. the vibe that we They have. say it's aggravating. <laughs> I've heard that before. And I'm like, well, we are a brotherhood sisterhood combination. Like, I mean, honestly, we're our own organization. I want to say frat or sorority, but we are our own organization. It's kind of like um, in any organization when you see someone that's from that same tribe or whatever it is, automatically there's a connection there and there's love shown. Like, there can't be a time I go out and someone says, bro, you went to fam or something like that. After that, every time I bump into him, it's love. Mm-hmm. We might even buy each other a drink, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. That happened at the um at the airport. Cat said he went to fam you. We was like, oh, for real? Well, yeah. It was like 20 years before us. Still, we act like we had went at the same time. That's how we connected. So it was, it was just something like you said earlier, Vaughn. There's a... Uh, once you understand that someone went there, it's automatic, like, just connection period. That's, I guess that's the only word you could use, which is, hey, we are bonded in some way because of our experience. I don't care if yours was in the 80s, mine was in the 2000s. I'm sure we had a similar experience, <laughs> and we made it through, and we still brag about our, our, you know, our alumni. Like, we just went there yesterday. You know, now I see why them old heads come out there wearing them jackets from the 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever. And it's like, damn, they still love this thing, man. We gonna be them same yeah, guys. Right. We gonna be just like that. Oh, just for the sake. I'm mm-hmm. one of old heads. We gonna be just like that. Shoot, look, I'm, I'm gonna be tailgating and whatnot. First, I'm like, how they just come out here after 20 years and still tailgate, still park they uh, you know, they vans out here. Please. Yeah. In a few years, that's us. In a lot. You know, <laughs> that's definitely us. That's a, that's us half. That's halfway us now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. When them grades kick in all the way, we are gonna be rocking off. Exactly. But the thing about it too, I got a couple stragglers right here. <laughs> but the thing about it too, though, uh, it, it's kind of funny as well because you know everybody you know look at us as you know fam you they they always well connected and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's the fact that you know we open to everybody like all the people from FSU that was in town yeah. they came and rolled through us. Oh, you went to Howard? Oh, we got HBCU Love. Come over here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got Tally Love. Come over chill with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Oh, you 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 knew you you Omega Sapphire? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, you family man. You part of you one of us. And we connected with everybody and everybody. Like we had mm-hmm. I we had a whole fucking tent full of people that went to Spelman that was out there, bitch, man. Spelman and Morehouse. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I that shit was odd a little bit. Yeah. Like, hey, but bro, like well, what right, that say? Come on, hang out here. <laughs> but that plays right into what y'all just discussed, which is you know the point of BI Day, of course, is to get the scholarships, get the funds raised, get these you know the kids you know money for for you know college or whatnot. But also. Every year, like, again, like you said, Vaughn, I also commend Watts. I commend Amanda Bird. I commend Rashad. I commend everybody that had a hand in it that um, that all, that knows that it's not just about getting people together for a barbecue and grab money because at the end of the day, you got to want them to come back. I've seen so many uh, statuses 
you know, hey y'all, this thing getting crazy. What y'all doing up there is getting crazy. I ain't gonna miss you know, it next year. I ain't gonna miss it next year. Yeah, I mean, me. shit. Even my girl had texted me one day. I think I was dry. I don't know what I was doing on one of those nights. She was like, "Your ass better not be at OB all day. You better not be at OB all day." Like, don't play that but the shit. thing is, the, I mean, shit. I mean, it, I know we're our own little circuit online, so pretty much we're all connected and we see each other's statuses. But I'm sure this be out day thing kind of went outside of fam. You and people started seeing like shit. Whatever happened in Atlanta that weekend. Shit, I think Uber had a surge because of the shit, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it's it's that serious to where it's well, I got a rental. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's making it's making people want to come back. And like Watt said about, you know, Vaughn, big shouts to anyone that came up. Also keep in mind the people that come up also help raise money. People are gonna be like, Well shit, if you got Vaughn to come from Lauderdale, he'll never go nowhere. If you got Ronnie to leave his, you know, his home in Orlando from what he do to come vibe or whatever it is that people do to come to Atlanta, you know, next year is going to be that much better. Cause we don't go down. You know what, fam? You we don't say, damn, that shit was whack last year. Yeah. Every year mm-hmm. we we with the shit. Next year going to be crazy. Next this year is insane. Crazy. This one is epic. Like we we try our best to continue to do better and better and better. And this is only year three, right? Yeah, year three. Come on now, year three, and it's already we being you know a, a household name already. Nah, I'd I like to see where this goes, and I think it's going to continue to grow. Hey, Ronnie, you still don't go nowhere. Just want to let you know that. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie, yeah. <laughs> He's still. I'm still throwing them shots. I'm still. I'm still pissed off about Vegas, nigga. Fuck you. Oh, Anyways, shit. man. Hey, bang, Von, man. Bang. Shout out to my dog, Ronnie. <laughs> Anyways, man. Von, man, you got anything else you want to say to the people before we let you up out of here, bro? Uh, nah. Um, anything besides, like I said, you guys put on a wonderful event. I had a wonderful time from time I got to Atlanta, from time I left Atlanta. It was awesome. Um, hey, like, just keep it doing, keep keep it going, man. And and, and, and just on a whole another level, I'm gonna take a shameless pl- two two things to do a shameless plug real quick. Do it. Another shot at everybody in the region out there. And I even say the region, the whole United States of America, wherever you at, you hearing this, uh, you hearing my voice, you hearing my homeboy's voice, be the change that you want to see. And that ain't got no definite meaning to it. I mean, whatever you talking shit about, whatever you get on Facebook and post about that you don't like to see, you ch- you start that change. Right. You do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Big things start small. And that's my word to anybody out there. Word. You ain't got to have a million people with you to start a movement. Malcolm X ain't have a million motherfuckers with him. Martin mm-hmm. Luther King ain't have a million motherfuckers with him at first, at start, at, at, at the beginning. And to be honest, this is what I really wanted me to kind of say to y'all at the B.I. <laughs> Day a bit, but <laughs> I know myself, I was on uh, one. That, yeah, that, we that had to kill the whole leader of Remy. <laughs> I was going to talk some shit. What you doing? Where you at, nigga? Exactly. And the other thing is, if anybody that knows me, y'all know me. Um, I, I did talk about doing a book club for black men. There we go. I ain't forgot about y'all. I've been... A whole bitch doing a whole lot of shit. I don't know if anybody can see this. I just went in my room and grabbed like 10 random books out of Art my of shit. War. I like, that one. This, like, I'm on it, man. Hey, I'm, work, I'm still working on it. I got a lot going on. I'm going to have that book club going for Batman. In the meantime, brothers, just pick up books. My latest, my latest two books I just bought. And I ain't getting paid for this shit either. But Jay Prince got a hell of a book, bro. Ooh. The Art Science of yeah. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Pick that shit up. Okay. I got a and question. Dick Gre- oh, go ahead. Dick, hold on. Dick Gregory, Dick Gregory, new latest book. 
Defining moments in black history, read between the lines. Hey, the OG on some shit, man. Yeah, man. And but, uh, brothers, be patient with me. I'm working on that book club for us. I just got a lot of shit going on, you know. And you know, life is a motherfucker. I work forty hours a week, like just like y'all, man. Shit, I, I work more than forty, man. I got a question for you. What's up with the book club? Because you read my mind. I be on audio books a lot, so I, I feel like that it is cheating. But um, does that count at all? <laughs> I was actually about I was, a, I was actually about to uh, go ahead and I'm say not. that like that that the uh, the yeah a couple of those books, especially the Jay Prince book, uh, I, I've definitely listened to that bit on iTunes because uh, yeah. it is streaming on iTunes. If y'all want to listen to mm-hmm. it, hey, Appreciate cause only because I don't have time to necessarily read the books, but I do want to make time more and forth because I, info, I work a little bit more than forty hours, a lot more than forty hours actually. <laughs> but I, 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 <laughs> Go ahead. I'll be real. I ain't gonna throw no shade at the audio books because I understand the 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 the, the reasoning behind the rationale behind your audio books. You know, you might not have time to sit down and, mm-hmm. and sit down with that big book and hard, you know, that hard back book and read it. You may just want to try and get that knowledge put in your brain while you're doing your workout or you at work trying to zone out, not really focus on the bullshit that you gotta do for these forty hours a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand, so I ain't gonna throw no shade at it. But I'm kind of old school. I, 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 shit, I still like it's something about holding that book in my hand, sit mm-hmm. down, whether I got my drink or just sitting down, just relaxing my nerves, reading, flipping through the pages. It's something about having that book in my hand. And on the on on, on the whole other side of that, I like to look at my bookshelf and be like, yeah, yeah I, I read that shit. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, and 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 they're also conversational pieces because you never know that when a motherfucker walk in your house and see something that you mm. read and be like, hey, I read mm. that. Or you know you can you know uh, somebody uh, see you out somewhere. I can't tell you how many times I've been at at the nail salon getting a pedicure. And yes, I do get my feet done. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna see some nigga none of that. Let me stop. Let me stop. A lot of time on my feet, man. I can't be hurt. My feet can't be hurting out here. I can't be looking crazy. And, when I laid up in the bed with my lady, she not gonna have that shit. Me rubbing her rough ass feet on her <laughs> ripping up the sheets. Shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, you never know where you might be, and you with you you may have a particular book, and that may start a conversation with a multimillionaire or something about some crazy shit. That's real. Like, I can't tell you the conversation I've had with people across all walks of life because of books I've had in my hand. Like even if I've just bought that book. Like, matter of fact, when I was in the Barnes and Noble, I just recently bought the J. Prince book uh, right before I went to Atlanta. And I'm over, I'm, I got like two chapters left in it. Right, I bought it right before I went to Atlanta. Um, that's another thing I do. Whenever you for the travel or something, mm. instead of being on your phone, fellas, mm-hmm. go get a book. I'm going to take that challenge. It's, I will. I will. Like, expand your mind, fellas. Like, stop spending all your time on that goddamn phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Read a book. Listen to a book. It's in a book, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Information and perspective, man. That's really what it's about. People yeah. don't understand how much you missed out on because information and perspective by successful people who have been there, walked that life, and, you know, is all valuable. So just wanted to chime and, in because that's real, man. And, and my last little bit of free game about books, man, when you be having those random interactions with people, that also lets them know, like as a black man, we gotta we gotta work extra hard mm-hmm. at every fucking thing we do. So sometimes when you out and about and somebody may see you with that book, just depending on what you're reading, that instantly changed their perspective. You're you. right. You're no longer an ignorant nigga in their eyes. Yes. 
It's part of your nah, part yeah. of your clothes. It's part of pretty much what nah, you're it's wearing. Like, yeah, it's, it's like an outfit change. You know? Nope. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's not cam. It's not camouflage because this is you. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to play the game. You're not cold switch. You're not camouflage yourself because inside this is you. You 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 want this knowledge. So that's why you're reading that particular book, and that person recognizes that in you. Mm-hmm. So. Think about that shit when you when you, when you trying to change the, the 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 way people look at you in, in this world, because the last thing I'm gonna leave with you is fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go Vaughn, they go Vaughn. He get he get he get it going, but then all of a sudden that bitch just cut off, bro. <laughs> what? I was on one too. Yeah. <laughs> Club license hey, came on. I realize, I yeah, that's real though. That's real oh. though. Now we get where you was going with that, though. That's yeah. it's, it's everything. Perception. That's what I was to say. Perception is reality to a lot of people. Uh, how people perceive you to be, it's how they, that's their reality of you. Mm-hmm. So you got to drive their perspective of you. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. with, with that being said, man, we really I need to appreciate that. We'll talk about bi and hey. all that good shit. But hey, no, man, y'all let me get on here when I've been drinking. So what y'all remember want? this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll Bring it to you, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They don't understand how well rounded we come up out of that place. Oh yeah. What? Because I just got deep, but I, I still kick a motherfucker. Hey, Vaughn, remember this though. Remember this, Vaughn. I mean, this is your second time on the show, but also remember, we are the locker room banter, which means we are giving people a perspective of what men, real men, really do talk about in locker rooms. We don't just talk about women in sports, which is definitely something we talk about. But letting people know, yeah. letting women know, letting you know other races know that hey, black men, when we get in locker rooms, this is our locker room right here. This podcast. These are the, also the topics we touch on. It's not just the basics and what you think. You know, we get very deep as men, and we're not as shallow as some people think. So always remember that. Hey, ain't none of that tough guy shit. We we hey, we might even shed a tear in this motherfucker. Watch cried last episode. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> you know that's a lie. That's why you sit here and got quiet. <laughs> I, got, hell. I was waiting for it. Waiting for the punch. Oh wait, let's see what This fool over here on to the next topic. Ready already. But no, nah, definitely, man, like you said, we do appreciate you. We appreciate all your words. You are a big face of uh, of our alumni. You know what I'm saying? So we look Fuck forward that to the... O2 shit. Nigga, we real out here. <laughs> we look forward to the, the whatever the next thing may home. be. Um, <laughs> shoot, homecoming is right around the fucking corner. So, October 5th. Um, October 5th. <clears throat> so we might be revisiting this already. And if I'm not mistaken, that homecoming episode was either our first or second highest uh When you get out, when you get out there for homecoming? Are you going to homecoming this year? me? Yeah. Yeah, you might me? be sitting it out. You might be sitting it out, huh? Ooh, me, hey, Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, you sitting it out? In my head, I'm already there. Uh, uh, well, I might, I might mess around and just, uh, I might mess around and bring the equipment in the truck and uh, roll it down. So we'll mm-hmm. see what's up, man. We'll hey, see what's up. man, this tech, this is 2018. We could do a podcast off our cell phones, man. We could do the podcast in the stadium park a lot if we get reception. We should do it. <laughs> Hell nah, you ain't going to get no reception in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, hey, man, but like like Tua was saying, bro, we appreciate you coming through, bro. Um, yeah. yeah, man. I always love when we when we link up. I always love when we speak. I even love in the group chat, bro. Uh, so, yeah, man, for me too, Dre. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you, bro. All right, now, Vaughn. Until the next one, man. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all, fellas. Thank you for having me, man. Y'all keep me forever humble and motivated at the same time. (laughs) I'm on you about that book club now. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't worry, man. Okay. I got the only reason I bought it up because I done got like a lot of messages ever since yeah. I put it out. That could, you know, I be thinking about it, and I was like, I wonder what people think about this. And then I got a resent, like I got a lot of people that's on it. So 
hey, I can't let the people down, man. Yeah, that gave me, that gave me motivation in this world. All right, For exactly, sure. exactly, exactly. So, you go ahead and hit out, bro. We'll get up with you later, bro. All right, y'all be easy, man. Somebody get watch some uh, tissues so you drop a tip, man. <laughs> oh damn, I got you. Oh damn. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Shoot. Well, that was my dog Vaughn. Hey, like I said, he was a big part of our um of our whole ex- family experience. We were glad to have him there. So, hope you guys took something home from him. If nothing else, you got to take home the infamous uh be the change you want to see. And I mean, honestly, it sounds like cliche. You know, I know he said it a few times, but I hope by him saying it a few times, it kind of like it drilled in your head that it can mean anything, man. It can mean anything you want it to be. And I, I'll touch on what I mean by that later on in the episode. All, All right, right, man, we back, man. God damn it. Uh, Two's supposed to be doing the intro, but he's over here texting. I don't know who the fuck he's texting, Monique. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> the feds. Don't worry. When her phone goes, bing, then she can answer that question. <laughs> yeah, man. So, man, we back, man. So, I'm go ahead and get into these sports, bro. What we got, dog? Shit. Honestly, it ain't basketball season, so it ain't important. Ah, oh, this nigga here. But it's still some basketball news out here in these streets. You don't even oh, know about that. Are we talking about the gossip or are we talking about actual we basketball? We're talking about the gossip, bro. We're talking about the gossip, bro. We're talking about the gossip. <laughs> okay, man. okay. I mean, you posted it, so but I'll go ahead and jump in. And I'll let you take over from there. What this. am I talking about? Dwayne, Wade, Wade, uh, Wade. I wasn't even talking about that yes, one. I wasn't was, even talking nigga. about that one. But let's get. Well, let, me go, let me back it up a little bit, man. Okay. Let me back it up a little bit, man. So we uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with the NBA, man. Let's start off with some light news, some good news, whatever. Uh, for all you video game players, those who play in, uh, 2K, NBA 2K, mm-hmm. uh, those of you who play NBA Live, I mean, NBA Live used to be the shit until mm-hmm. 2K came and took over. But NBA Live, man, is doing something real big. It's doing something uh, that's kind of. I guess pushing the culture forward, man. They 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 they're, they're introducing the WNBA teams into the game, uh, NBA Live, man. And uh, that's the first ever video game to ever uh, have a uh, the WNBA teams uh, introduced into it. So I kind of wanted to point that out to it. But man, um, on to some more interesting news. Y'all uh, y'all ain't, y'all acting like y'all ain't want to talk about Tristan Thompson snuffing your boy Draymond Green in the club. You, yeah, I forgot about that. Shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. Much oh deserved. God, I guess man. he was still hot from that game when they was going back and forth, and I guess Draymond thought that shit was just on court only. That Tristan wasn't about that life. Hey, Toronto oh, must got some thugs oh. up there. Wherever the fuck part of Canada he from? <laughs> you ain't hear about that, Dre? Yeah, say Tristan no. stole him and stomped him. Not yeah, apparently, him. <laughs> apparently um, they, everybody was out in L.A. or whatever at the club. Either L.A. or Vegas. might have been Vegas. But everybody <laughs> was at the club. Uh, LeBron was at the club. KD was at the club. Uh, Draymond Green was at the club. Tristan was at the club. But apparently uh, Tristan snu- snuffed Draymond Green in, in the mm-hmm. club, and uh, they, LeBron and them had to break it up real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was holding that boy. He's holding that from the finals. Like, hey, you gonna have to feel me though. But if y'all, y'all how, mean, how soon from the finals was it? This was probably like about three, four weeks ago. Yeah. So it was, it was probably like a month or two months. Yeah, away I mean, the finals moves. died away, but obviously that that shit was pretty, you know. Nah, man. Hey, Draymond Green, the one that said that the one that came out and called Tristan Thompson out, said we ain't not built from the same cloth. Mm, okay. Y'all remember that? I don't. In the post game interview, he said we not built from the same cloth. Like what's happening on the court, what's happening on the court. But if we see, if if you go down in the streets, he ain't, he don't want none of this. We not built from the same cloth. Right, Apparently, Trayvon. that Canadian nigga said, "Fuck <laughs> you, my nigga." Okay. <laughs> I might be out here with these Hollywood bitches, but hey, nigga, I still thump nigga. Exactly, man. Exactly, but hey, that's perfect. I'm not, I, I want to give a huge shout out to Tristan Thompson because I wanted somebody <laughs> to shut Draymond yeah. Green ass up, yeah, bro. We haven't seen that in years, bro. Draymond Green is the one, that nigga that's on, on a good team that talks all the shit. Mm-hmm. But it'd be the sorriest nigga on the team, bro. That's and I needed somebody to do that, to humble his ass a little bit. 
But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, we ain't seen a fight in um in years with the NBA. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Court. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, off the court, definitely. But um, how do y'all feel about that, man? How do y'all feel it's gonna that's gonna transition into um, the season with LeBron being with the Lakers, with LeBron with the uh, Golden State getting your boy uh, Cousins, uh, and, and how, Cleveland? How do y'all feel that the NBA is gonna be this season? Okay, well, we'll take it to that note. I think the NBA will be. It'll be interesting. It'll be. I think it'll go a lot faster than when Braun f- went back to um, Cleveland. Because I mean, no offense. When we talk about the NBA nowadays, you don't talk about the NBA as a whole. You kind of start with the wherever LeBron is, mm-hmm. and then you go Golden State, and then you go everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the fucking league is right now. So right now, you do have to start with Braun. I think LeBron is going to have a slow start. LA is trash, um, but I think they'll have a slow start. They're not going to come out doing no real damage. But last year neither did Cleveland. But anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, what's Golden State? They're gonna come out like they got something to prove. They still gonna be busting ass. Cousins don't even show up on the roster until halfway through the season anyway. If he do you think Cousins is gonna be an, uh, an factor? A, a factor for the? I think he'll slow him down. I think he'll slow him down. I, I think agree. I think he'll slow him down. I think that what they're not anticipating is that bad chemistry that's gonna come when he first comes in. He's not coming in until what playoffs? Mm, now he'll be in probably after the uh, All Star. He'll be in sometime in February. Okay. So they're gonna have to do some real quick transitioning for that whole squad to get his vibe to match that pace of Golden State. When you think of Cousins, you don't think of up and down the floor, back and forth like mm-hmm. Golden State. I agree. Plus, coming off an injury like that, shit, ask Kobe. That nigga never bounced back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and that's Kobe, one of the best. But um, as far as the rest of the league, um, you're just gonna have. To <laughs> I think it's gonna be slow poking. Um, I guess a, a valid question would be what team might sneak up on us. Um, the goddamn Lakers, nigga. What you mean, uh, nigga? We off of Braun. I'm talking about this period. What team? <laughs> All right. Well but, uh, then, how about how about? I mean, what since you're asking what teams? How about Carmelo Anthony joining the Houston Rockets? You know what's crazy? That's what I've been wanting to ask. Like, so that is official. I told right? you, and I told you he wasn't with the Magic. Trey. <laughs> I know he was in. He was with Atlanta for a day and a half. No, not even a day, man. But yeah, he, he's yeah. Uh, he's officially signed with the Houston Rockets now. Ooh. Do you think that he will be able to come off the bench? Um, he want to play. I mean, is he, I mean, is he, he wants he, to play, but he he wants he still wants to be that he star. Still wants to start. He wants to be that star. He still think the team. He still think he the best player in the world. I've been telling y'all niggas since he's Syracuse that nigga to, wasn't that near that real. He's gonna Chad, you was a big Carmelo Anthony fan. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> Sean, y'all niggas was all on Carmelo when he Shit, first got my drafted. My brother is his Not take that back. Chad, Chad was D-Wade. Chad was D-Wade. Sean was definitely Carmelo, though. Shit, Nay, yeah. Nay is a damn mellow groupie. <laughs> Melo can't do Melo shit wrong to him. Nah, but to answer that question, I think it's the same answer that I have for Cousins over at Golden State. He's going to fuck him up before he helps him. Yeah. Especially if he's starting. Come on, man. Yeah. They already had the fucking number one team on the West. You know what I'm saying? And they gave Golden State the biggest run anyone's ever given them. And you add the, a slow nigga like Melo, whose finish game is horrible, who's only can play good when, he's, when he plays isolation basketball. Yeah. And none of those teams are isolation basketball teams. What did you do that for? Yeah. What the fuck was that about anyway? So, anyway, no factor. I, I'm like you at this point. I kind of just want to see if L.A. is going to, you know, do anything immediately and watch fucking Golden State get all the way there again and see if the fuck if OKC could do anything with PG and um and uh, Westbrook over there. Nope. They won't be doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, nah, man, I, I, I do expect uh, – I, I have the same expectations as you for the most part. Didn't so, LeBron say something like uh, he's not expecting them to be building this this season or whatever? He, ba- I mean, the, they basically are saying that uh, everyone is saying that the Lakers are on a rebuild mode because they yeah. only have one superstar. Uh, but uh-huh. LeBron, LeBron being the competitor that he is, is basically just saying, you know, 
I'm not I'm not, I'm not ever in a rebuilding team. If I'm on a team, I'm I'm looking to go for compete for a championship. So that's basically what he's saying, which I get, I get, I get, and I I not still one. and I still think that that he has a team that can compete for a championship. He has the right pieces. I know a lot of people are calling him the meme team because he have a whole bunch of goofy niggas with uh, Michael Beasley, um, Lance Stevenson, and uh, <laughs> what's his name, but. I still think that I still think Ray John Rondo and whatever the other nigga name is, but I still think that with those pieces around him and that young nucleus that he do have, that he mm. could like he could instill some toughness in the young cats mm. on his team, and they have enough talent to help him compete. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, take it what it is, what it is. But I kind of wanted to give some like uh, some news. I kind of I guess it's not breaking news, but some news, some new news. That's going to be pertaining to the NBA, even though it's not necessarily the NBA, man. But there is an NCAA basketball change, a rule change that's coming up. And I told you about this. Uh, I told you about this a couple of weeks ago, and it looked like this rule is pretty much helping transition towards uh, LeBron, LeBronny Jr., LeBron James oh, Jr. going straight to the NFL. Uh, basically, NFL? the NBA. Yeah, basically the NBA. NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get that right? Basically, the NCAA basketball rule change. Um, basically, uh, players can now have an agent. Um, all the top-tier high school students can now have an agent going into college basketball. Wow. So, basically, what that means is you can start you know, pitching yourself to mm-hmm. NBA teams sooner as a high school talent. You still got to do your one year, one year and done mm-hmm. in college. But another rule change is also that if you enter into the NBA draft, uh, expecting to get drafted and you don't get drafted, mm-hmm. you can now come back to school. Oh, shit. That's, so that's very that's, huge. That's, that's some huge news. That's very huge. Um, you don't, yeah. And it sounds like to me, like I said, with that rule change, it's pretty much going to get rid of the Wrong. one and done rule Playing with his uh, in a couple years. Um, and LeBron is going to be uh, the Nets. Uh, <laughs> Nets high Dale school. Curry. <laughs> the Nets high school student to so, go straight to the NBA. So what, um, what, okay, how weird is that? Now, is that exciting or is that fucking weird? I mean, it's not necessarily weird, but it's it's exciting for NCAA basketball because at the same time, I don't know if you've seen the Duke team, this fucking Duke All Star team that they got now. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they got all the number one talent, all the number one talent on one team playing for Duke right now. Uh, <laughs> so basically, if them niggas go to the league, if them niggas go, one of these dudes go to yeah, get drafted, left. don't get get drafted or <laughs> oh. whatever, he could come back and keep still keep that legacy running. Running. So I think that's exciting news for the NCAA. Yeah. Uh, as far as with the NBA, I mean, that's that that. Gives players opportunities to get reach their goal quicker. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, what, I guess my question, my fault was more or less: is that more exciting or weird if LeBron Junior gets to the league to play with his damn daddy? That's kind of exciting. It's never been really done like that, has it? it? Never. I don't think it's ever been no, done. No, he's gonna be out there. I mean, even if LeBron, if LeBron is, if let's just say hypothetically speaking, if LeBron is still the best player in the world, <laughs> uh, even if he, even if he's just on his just starting his decline. Mm. How exciting would that be for you to be playing with your – imagine if you was playing with Aiden and, and you was in the league with Aiden Man, and Aiden throwing you a lot. Would it be weird? Yes, because you're playing, you playing with a nigga at home anyway. I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking about, like, do I feel – does it make me you? feel super – Now, that would be weird saying? if they double playing on opposite double. teams and that nigga yam on your ass. Like, that would be weird. <laughs> That I mean, I guess I have to compare it to just like how we see those old pictures, like when Tatum dunked on Braun and Tatum, you know, they go back to the old picture when Tatum was a little kid. When Tatum looking at Braun, basketball yeah, camp. Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> Same thing with Jordan, you know what I'm saying? But my blood son playing on the team with me and I'm playing basketball with him in the NBA, like that makes me feel like it's time for me to go. Like if this nigga go. got to the league, why am I still here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if that just puts more age on me that fast or yeah. I don't know. That's what I meant by weird. It's just going to be like, because he's little, he's small as shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And LeBron, LeBron is still a beast, 6'9", 250, whatever so, he is. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. LeBron gonna be in politics, saving the world. Basically, that nigga already got um fucking fucking he I don't know he got production movies shit like you said the fucking mm-hmm. uh, shut up and dribble docu series all that yeah. stuff. Anyway, uh, keeping it with the NFL, let's go ahead and move to the NFL. Dre, you had anything for the NFL? Um, I really got some too disheartening much. stuff uh, uh, involving uh, Aaron Hernandez. Uh, oh, no. oh, he was yeah, going we, we ain't talking about that one. <laughs> I, know, I already know what you're getting to. Let's leave that alone. And he did. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's talking, I think he's talking about the CTE and all that stuff. Uh, about the who? The CTE, his baby mama, and it's a whole bunch of other crap. It's a lot of stuff behind this Aaron Hernandez stuff that's just. Damn. Just but, know his lawyer put a book out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Get the book. Um, I don't really got too much for the NFL. NFL preseason has started. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are on uh, hard knocks, if y'all want to check that out. Um, it's kind of boring so far. Um, what? Uh, HBO Hard Knocks TV show. Are they good or something? I mean, they always put the sorriest teams on hard knocks. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, the Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay was on Tampa Bay oh, was on that. Knocks. Tampa Bay was on it last season, I believe, and then the Cowboys oh, was on it like two seasons ago. They always put the sorry teams on hard knocks. They don't never put the good teams on hard knocks. That's fucked up. Um, oh, boycotting? Them? No, we not. But I, I don't know why you ask me that. <laughs> Are we boycotting the NFL? Oh. Um. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, so new I know that much. That Pre- that Prescott is a hoe um, because he don't want to. He don't support the movement. He's never going to protest. Oh, so uh, he's a, yeah. So fuck that Prescott. Fuck all the company boy. Fuck all the cowboy fans and all that shit too. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for the NFL. I do want to move to shows right quick. On your team, what? I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, bro. Through and through. Even though we're gonna be sucky this year, but I'm gonna still rock with my team. Um, but I'm a Michael Vick fan. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, this Michael Vick. Uh, I mean, everybody's a Michael Vick fan. Yeah, I am too, exactly. Uh, but I wanted to move on to shows right quick. The only reason why I wanted to move to shows right quick is because they are in talks of doing a living single reboot. And why it's not paying attention to me. Yes, I am. So how are they going to do that? Are they going to have They're going to have the original characters? cast. Original cast. Living single reboot. Um, they uh, posted this in Vibe Magazine and um, Maxine Shaw, all of them, o- Ogilvy, all of them oh, posted oh, Ogilvy. <laughs> Whatever his fucking name is, they posted, oh, yeah. they posted it on um, Instagram and everything, saying that they you know they already in talks about it and all that stuff. Hmm. And that's coming after you know apparent talks of Martin reboot and all that other stuff. So man, yeah, how y'all feel about a living single reboot? Um, because the school the shows already fairly like I would say kind of old schoolish. I think it's perfect. I think it'll be dope, and I think I'll, I'll watch it. Um, I would watch okay. it. Yeah, I, would. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be forced like some other shows. Like you do a Martin again, I think it's forced. Martin I is too. Yeah, you think Living Single too will be forced? I don't, I don't think they can survive right now. If they change the idea, maybe. Maybe it's not Living Single. Maybe it's Living Divorced, or maybe it's I don't know. If they just did something <laughs> a little different, I don't know. But <laughs> Living Divorced. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just mean like if you don't try to do the same thing over, you know, like like a Full House tried to use the same cast. Come on now, I know they got Fuller House and they got like DJ as the mama. I mean, they got shit. the same. They got the same cast. The only person they ain't got is the Olsen twins. For real? Yeah. But them people Full House are, is still lasting, right? Yeah. It's, it's, on, it's on Netflix straight yeah, to Netflix. It's funny though. cause my daughter watches them. I'm like, you know about Full House? Fuller House. I'm like, oh. No, whatever that is. Right. Whatever that is. But I would watch it. I don't think it'd be as forced as some of the others that they're trying to come up with. I got you. I, I just think you. the nineties was like a rich time. The eighties and the nineties was a rich time for like comedy shows or whatever you call them, sitcoms. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like nowadays everything is just different. If you ain't on some black ish or even modern family to me, then you know, good luck to you. It's trying yeah. to be funny. Yeah. 
I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Or it's movies, different. period. You have to be on these damn television movies, Netflix movies and shit like that. So that's where it's yeah. at right now. You better talk to BET. Man. <laughs> Speaking of shows or, or BET, um, doesn't that come out? Was that on my wedding weekend that the Bobby Brown story comes out? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, Shout out to Woody, oh. man. Shout out to Woody. Woody doing his thing out there, man. He's he going to be typecasted. That's my dog. But it is what it is. He's going to be Bobby Brown forever. <laughs> no offense to Woody, but I mean, I mean, maybe he could do something else. I don't know, but I think this is perfect for him. Um, in case y'all don't know, he that, pushed uh, for it, so that's the one thing you got to give it to him because he's yeah. he pushed been pushing to be Bobby Brown for maybe at least and he owned it. seven years. Like, yeah, yeah he, too, he, and he yeah. definitely owned it. He, he definitely. owned that shit, man. I actually went back and watched the new edition story last week, and it was like, damn, fell back in love with the show all over again. Mm-hmm. And now him doing this is perfect because I mean, I know it's been a, what a year and a half, not even another family rattling in case y'all didn't so, know exactly. So he might have he aged a little more enough to where you can almost take him a little serious as. A, you know, the the Bobby Brown that we know, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you can't make him a kid forever, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. how old is Woody? Like 25, 26? Yeah, ain't he? He 30 something? No, 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 no. He at, least, he at least about like 28, 29. He might be late you 20s. See how that nigga was dancing? That nigga can't be all right. Yeah, he's definitely he definitely was at FAMU when we were there, bro. <laughs> was he? Yes, Shit. he was a striker at FAMU when we were there. <laughs> he was a freshman when we was there. Probably, I don't know. I don't know, but he was definitely a fam, freshman. When, he was definitely at FAMU when he was there. Um, that's all I got right now, man. Y'all got any more news y'all want to spit? And was over here testing, so he ain't got shit to go on right now. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Black Klansman. Hey, man. Uh, Black Klansman is a movie. Is that uh, what's the name? Denzel son. No, not Denzel. Yeah, that is Denzel son. But uh, what's uh, Spitely, Spitely, the Spitely movie. Um, with Denzel son, I don't can't think of his name right now, but he also plays David Washington. John David Washington, and he also plays in uh my show Ballers, um, as well. Uh, but he actually sound like Denzel in this movie, yo. I haven't seen the movie yet, but the previews I've seen, that nigga sound exactly like Denzel, who are we bro. About? John David Denzel Washington, Denzel's Denzel's son, who plays um, who plays in, in a Black Klansman movie. All right, yeah, break yeah. down Black Klansman. Go ahead. Klansman is um, when a black man infiltrated the KKK. A black police officer, a black police officer infiltrated the KKK. Yeah, so they got Denzel's son playing the role, but the thing is, he looked like his mom, but he sound like Denzel. Yeah, he do mm. sound like that. <laughs> like his mom sound like that. Um, and since I already mentioned it, yeah, check out his show as well, which mm. is on HBO Ballers. And then we also have Inst- the return of Insecure. Uh, Insecure is a, tonight's going to be episode two, I believe. Okay. I believe oh, shit, uh, episode I three. But anyways, uh, yeah, man, you didn't watch none of that shit, do you? Nah, Insecure, I, I fell off. I was watching it, but then I lost it. Lawrence is not back this season. So we lost a real nigga. We lost a real nigga this season, man. Ain't they like? Ain't they giving a hell about that shit though, right? Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I've heard people talking about it, but I don't know if they're giving them hell. But they lost a real nigga because she ain't shit. She's still out here doing doing dumb shit, shit. And uh, uh yeah, be on the lookout because we're gonna have uh some some I guess uh topic episodes about this insecure season. Uh, speech and some very very special guests coming soon. Period. I gotta get on insecure. I'm on power finally. You want power? Power is not serving like we supposed like it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> I'm two episodes behind, but it will. But you did? Did you see the Kendrick Lamar episode though? <laughs> yes, man. Kendrick killed his shit. He did. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar killed Bobby, his episode. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. He killed this he shit. Played, he played that shit. First, I thought like Monique made a point. She was like, "Why is it like he trying to rap everything he says?" And it's like that's just natural, I guess, for him. Like when you hear him doing his crackhead role, it's almost like he's rapping it. You know what I'm saying? If you just mm-hmm. listen hard, it's like. But then again, you can't picture Kendrick without rap. So I actually applaud his this this yeah. this character that he played because he's not he wasn't 
playing his traditional, you yeah, know, how rapper coming exactly. on. Exactly. Because, you know, every like time that. the rapper come on a show, he always playing the boss or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Kendrick uh, came on right. us on, on, as a homeless bum, and he killed that role. Like, he did. Because like, if you walking around town in any city, I'm pretty sure you'll see these homeless people acting crazy as hell. Look just like that yeah. nigga, too. And some of them fools think they rapping, too, and they talking about Yeah, them, shit, so. nigga. I was just driving down the street, and I heard this, I heard somebody yelling and yelling and shit. I'm like, who you yelling at? Yeah. The homeless <laughs> person up under the damn, homeless person just yelling up under the damn bus stop and shit. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? But. <laughs> Anyways, but he killed that <laughs> shit. But okay. um, that's all I have. There is a movie yeah. that I kind of wanted to give a shout out to. Uh, you know I'm a superhero yeah. dude. You know I'm a superhero kind of nerd cat type of cat. Uh, let me see if I can find this movie right quick. Um, it looked like this little. It looked like this little black kid. That's Ken. That's the name of the movie. K I N Ken. Um, it got Zoe Kravitz in it. A couple of uh, Dennis Quaid, Jack Rare, James Franco. Um, but Ken is like this look. I don't know the full details behind. I'm still trying to get behind this fucking trailer, but it comes out on August 31st. Where it's like this little kid who pretty much finds this like alien artifact weapon and becomes a superhero and it looks super dope to me. Okay. I'm a nerd. Fuck y'all niggas who ain't interested in it. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> judge your mammy. Judge your mammy. But I'm gonna be on the lookout for that. So. We talked about Venom already last time. Uh, I ain't really excited about Venom. We ain't talk about either. Venom either. Really? I, uh, I ain't really excited about it. I think it. it's going to be one of those movies that's better than what the previews show because the previews ain't selling me. But I'm, oh. I'm going to see just because it's a fucking Marvel movie. Kevin Spacey has. Oh. Kevin Spacey had the nerve to drop out a movie and it did $126 straight up. It that's did $126? The billion Billionaire Boys Club or something like that. It only did $126. Well, I mean, Kevin Spacey, oh, is, Kevin Spacey is pretty much being, uh, I don't want to say... You can say it. I don't want to say necessarily blackballed, but he's pretty much getting, they pretty much getting Kevin Spacey out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah. They get him out <laughs> it, all the article says disgraced actor Kevin Spacey only did. Mm-hmm. Disgraced actor. Yeah, they're pretty much, on, they're, they're getting Kevin Spacey up out of here. They don't, they don't, yeah, Kevin Spacey is done. He's about to get, he's about to be the, the new Columbus short since mm. you had brought that up earlier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, since you brought that up in the, in the group chat, but uh, that's all I got, man. Anything else, man? Nah, just shout out to my um, TV show crush still. I didn't mention it last time, but I know y'all going to be trying to ride the bandwagon, but Nefessa Williams is my TV crush. Okay. All right. From Black Lightning, in case y'all don't know, one of the realest you shows right now. That's Bay, like, like a motherfucker. Anyways. No, she, 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 was, in, um, she liked she one of my comments that I made, so don't bring movie. up old stuff. Don't bring up old stuff. Street. <laughs> I think i seen it. I think that's why I knew her from at first, and I was like, okay. But yeah. That's yeah, when he had the braids in that hard. movie? He had the braids in that movie. Yeah, the braids. He was running around shooting everybody. And couldn't nobody shoot him for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I seen that one. All right, so what? The, uh, you got one today? Yeah, we can make it. We can do one. All right, man. So let's go ahead and snap it up and end this thing real oh, quick yeah, with your you one and only truest and Mar Williams with his man's minute. That part. That part. All right, y'all. Y'all know how it goes. I usually leave y'all with a quick gym before we shut this thing down. So it's gonna be quick and it's gonna be bland, but you guys will get this work. Um. Anyway, it's simple. It's treat others as you would want as you would want to be treated. You know what I mean? So, ladies, if um for any reason you feel like your man or significant other should be doing things for you special that um that you wouldn't do to him, then I'm gonna need you to tighten up and do it to him. So, if you want your <laughs> significant other to go down on you, I'm gonna need you to uh, handle business and get down there and suck a nigga dick or something. Like Dre said in his uh, Dre K.A. Ain't that what your JK was? Yeah, it's like a nigga dick or something. E-I-O. That part right there. So that's all I got for my man's minute. Treat others as you would like to be treated. So yeah. um, 
I know, right? So I got for y'all. Go down so as if you wanted to go down like you want to be gone down upon. That part. Yeah, I got no argument there. No argument there. Dre had to sell me because yeah, you weren't right. selling me at all, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, I was, I was that was like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just what saying. the fuck? Anyways, man. So this is your boy Watts, man. We better go ahead and wrap down these social media outlets, man. Drizzy Mo, holla at the folk. Yeah, it's your boy Dre, a.k.a. Drizzy, a.k.a. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'll let you boy you on just underscore D R E underscore L R B. And I really think on Insta on Twitter is just underscore. If you don't know it by now, you won't know it, bro. Ain't nobody even going on Twitter. That's how gonna try and get the Twitter right. Two man, holla at the folk. I got you, I got you. Y'all know who it is. Y'all wanna follow me, go on Instagram first because that's where I'll be for the most part at and war W underscore three five seven is a n w a r the letter w underscore three five seven and on facebook while i am still on there it is ann war williams la di da di da slob on me knob watts finish us off you already know who it is man this is boy watts man hit me up on instagram and twitter at watts number four that's w-a-t-t-s number four on both instagram and twitter and you can hit up the Locker Room Banner Podcast crew on both Instagram and Twitter at LRBanner407. That's L-R-B-A-N-T-E-R-407. And the Locker Room Banner Podcast show on Facebook. We back, y'all, man. I don't know we've been gone for a minute, but we back up on it, man. So be sure to tune out. Be sure to be on the lookout for our next episode, episode 30. Shit, we might have a special in between because my dog going to get married soon. So uh, mm-hmm. we got to make sure we have a Locker Room talk with the fellas in the building. And uh, from your boy, too, Drizzy Moe and Watts. Yeah. The Locker Room Banner Podcast crew, we are out. Yeah. What are you? La di da di da. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow I'm not a cat, I don't say meow Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow I go move, Hey man, y'all blame Drake for this damn outro She got serious too smooth